We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello! Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I normally discuss new movies weekly. However, every now and then we have to have special bonus episodes, whether it's our fun commentary tracks or something completely different. And this is our commentary track for June of 2021. And in honor of the upcoming F9 colon The Fast Saga, we are talking... We're going back to the beginning with The Fast and The Furious. A 2001 franchise starter featuring, of course, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. And I, I'm very happy to be discussing this movie with this crew that I've assembled here, no less, including Abe for a change on a commentary track, which is wonderful. I'm like, I'm like the Han of the series. I'm just like showing up every now and again. Just like You can't that. see it, but there's a, there's a bag of potato chips in my hand, too. It's good to be back. <laughs> but joining us to discuss the Fast and the Furious we have from Wise Blue and host of the Brandon Peters show, the bus that kept him out of handcuffs. It's Brandon Peters. Hey, uh, weird, uh, weird left turn here on this Hannibal series, but I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us from the Movies, Films, and Flicks podcast and Deep Blue Sea, the podcast. He's here for the tuna sandwiches with no crust. It's Mark Hoffmeyer. To recreate my experience from watching this from 2001, I bought a 94 four-cylinder Dodge Shadow, and I'm recording from inside of that. Just letting y'all know. Well, wow. under a semi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're, and we're all watching this movie on stolen DVD players. That's the beauty. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's actually a combo DVD video cassette player. Uh-huh. I've actually got a DVD player set up, and it's charging <laughs> in the cig- cigarette lighter, and I'm just cruising along. <laughs> on, a, on a sweet 21-inch con. con- I quit my job. I'm just selling DVD players now. <laughs> they're coming back. Yeah, they're all re- they're really retro DVD players. Yeah, they're like Alf pugs. How are you guys doing this evening? I'm living Fantastic. a dream. Yeah, great. You've yeah. assembled a great crew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leon would be proud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's favorite member of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> man all right let's this is what we're doing we're talking about the fast and furious i have all you guys here this is going to be fun for those of you that don't listen to these commentary or this is your first time or whatever uh, if you plan to watch the film while listening to us cool um all you got to do is pop in the film and your stolen dvd player of choice <laughs> uh sync it up to five seconds in that's where we all have it paused currently and on the sound of go i'm going to press play and we're all going to press play and we're just going to start talking about the movie um, if you just want to listen along, you don't have to, if you don't plan to follow the movie, you're good. You just you just do your thing. And yeah, I think I don't think there's anything else we need to do here. We're just gonna start to get this get this uh, get the engine revving. So on the sound of I'm gonna count down from three, and on the sound of go, let's all press play. So here we go. Three, two, one, go. All right. Oh wait, I have Captain Ron on. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta... Wait a minute. Is this also how Jurassic Park starts? I actually bought Captain Ron from a gas station for five dollars around that's 2012. A, that's a steal. Yeah. Is that you mentioned Jurassic Park? Is this still still the Lost World Globe at this point? Because Lost uh, World debuted yeah. the new. Might have been the Lost World there. Globe because yeah. they had the original, or they had like the, no, the, the actual. Lost World, been, it was the new one. It was they premiered a new one with the Lost World. Yeah. It's already gone in sixty seconds ish. This intro is so like weird to me as far as like especially now, obviously, but like looking at right. the like the, did, yeah. the intensity of the opening credit block just like swirling into screen or whatever. Three times. Panasonic. Yeah. I am watching this on a Panasonic uh 4K Ultra HD player. So uh, I'm only into like the uh, RCA and Emerson brands. 
in sixth grade, I bought a TV VCR combo for two hundred nineteen dollars from Circuit City. And I just Circuit City. Memories, yeah. I worked at Circuit City. That's where circuits are state of the art. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I worked I, at Circuit City when this came out on DVD. Oh. It went like. Do you remember how much it cost? I think it was like twenty-two ninety-nine. Twenty-two. Oh, that's not terrible. I, I was thinking like maybe like if it was thirty-nine ninety-nine. It's too much. So. So, so, so the beginning of this for $35, but this week it's 30. <laughs> they hand me over the change for the rest of it. Sorry. That's so, an old Circuit City. <laughs> so the beginning of this whole frat fast saga, we have characters we don't necessarily know are Dom and the gang as of yet, right? Mm-hmm. But we yeah. do have their mysterious black cars of green glowing underneath. I feel like you wouldn't want to have a green glow underneath your car. <laughs> because it's officer like... i'm looking for three black cars <laughs> can you describe them further they've got glowing lights under them very yeah but here's a really smart thing they can just turn those off when the cops come the cops like i don't see any glowing lights yeah drive style that, that would yeah. fool them <laughs> <laughs> oh sure as we all I know lights like... always stay yeah. on so this lights off business i don't know about yeah. this i, I feel like this truck driver is doing too much he, yeah. he should just stop the truck we assume they kill this truck driver no, they, they uh, trank him they they, 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 okay. they trank oh, him right. oh that's right they mentioned that later they, they, they tra- right. well yeah. they, we saw him we saw him trank him oh, okay. he's, still, he's still fighting him off because he still has that truck driver brute strength in him before him, this movie goes hard right away oh yeah what well, has to show off, oh, yeah. it has to show off the big stunt of the film a car drives under another car mm-hmm. that was in the trailer i remember like oh i was like oh whoa people are gonna try Which this kids, out kids started trying to do and then they had to put a label on the the movies after this. Yeah, like, yeah. these are dangerous. Yeah, they Under lifted the truck for that scene. Most of your cars can't fit under right. semis, so don't try. I it think about a, it every time I pass by one. It was a only weird... in Christmas Vacation and Fast and the Furious. It was a weird proto Instagram challenge, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Cohen just kept talking about how that was a stagecoach moment in that scene in the commentary. Mm. He said that was the stagecoach. He said it a lot. Just want to let y'all know that. Well, he wanted to do it. I mean, he wanted to show that off so much. He does it twice in the film. He's like, "Well, we we drove a car under a car once. We need to do it again later on." <laughs> this is right. We, is that Dodger Stadium. That's Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Here we are introduced to uh to to, to to Paul Keanu Reeves Walker over here, mm-hmm. coming off the skulls, right? Coming off the skulls, directed oh, by Rob he? Cohen. Also, mm-hmm. uh, the skulls, arguably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it's bad, <laughs> it's, and it got like two straight to video sequels too. It's a you know, it's a whole it's a, a whole trilogy. thing. The skulls. What's interesting is John Pogue, the director of Deep Blue Sea, wrote the skulls, and he was an executive producer on this movie. Huh. Yeah. Like I say, what's interesting is it's interesting to me, obsessed with Deep Blue Sea and host the Deep Blue Sea podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For listeners at home, that's a fun fact. <laughs> and he's been on our show twice. <laughs> oh man, back to that. You know show. that editing during that shifting stuff was actually pretty decent. There's some good uh, there's some good editing uh, in this movie for being a Rob Cohen film who I'm not like the biggest fan of. Mm-hmm. Um there's stuff that I when I went back to it not too long ago I was like, you know what? This is pretty fucking effective. Well, it helps yeah. it's all this is all grounded, right? Before right. we and it's you know not it's not as though I suddenly stopped liking these movies. I love this franchise, but <laughs> I love this ridiculous franchise, but you know, these first few nothing's out of the ordinary as far as what's plausible even i mean sure. too fast is a little more cartoonish as far as they keep it to racing but it's I'm, still yeah it's still yeah. set to a certain thing i mean the only thing that's crazy is like what maybe like j- jumping onto a boat which you know can happen if you do but it. that's it that's how <laughs> yeah. it ends it's not like jump onto a boat and then yeah. a big shootout sequence and all this stuff like uh-huh. a 
that's the end of that one. Yeah, they're both injured. They can't even yeah. get out yeah, of the it's car. A, yeah, right. both, yeah they, they, they have plausible injuries from yeah. jumping a boat onto – or jumping a car into a boat. It makes sense. I remember watching that again recently. I'm like, they didn't get out of the car. It felt yeah. so refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, their plan was literally, I guess we just do this and maybe everything works out. And then Ava Mendes has to save them. <laughs> but where's Vin Diesel coming off of? Vin Diesel coming off of Pitch Black, a commentary Pitch we Black. also did okay. a while ago. A while yep. back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Pitch Black in Boiler Room. Like he's okay. after saving Private Ryan, he's like building up some some credits. Yeah. And well, this, I, Cole this Hauser, was oh, man, he, we could have had a Cole Hauser Vin Diesel reunion if he was in Too Fast, Too Furious. I mean, right. I'm I'm waiting for it. Doors yeah. open. Doors, doors open for that. These last couple sequels we still have coming out. <laughs> a lot of Nissan love here. You got a 240, R33 Skyline, a Maxima, and then a Volkswagen. Also okay. colors. Yeah, everything's very colorful in this movie. Yeah, this so is true. this is the the future that Biff envisioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one actually, this movie has the Uncle Ben of the Fast characters in it. That so far. I know of one that actually stays dead. So, uh, you know, Jesse's going to come back. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I have a feeling. <laughs> I didn't Bring realize butter. that they gave intro individual intros to all the side characters. All, all your oh, yeah. favorite side characters. There yeah. they, there all of them are. There's Letty, Vince, Jesse, and obviously Leon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, Leon. He just, you know. <laughs> What what happened? What happened with like? It makes me think: Is there like a beef with Vin Diesel? Where like right. all the people that didn't return to the Fast series, they're like, was was Johnny Strong? Yeah, <laughs> like what, like what happened? I mean, Hector, Hector came back. Yeah. Hector. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he got knocked out in seven, didn't he? Yeah. Oh man, it's it's strange to me. <laughs> like it seems like he's pretty much part of the family, but um, mm-hmm. not a. Not when it came for them to return to LA, Paris. Like, they didn't call up Leon. <laughs> like, hey guys, <laughs> we're all back. Remember, remember that crazy time we were stealing DVD players, <laughs> <laughs> right? Twenty five years ago, uh-huh. right before Race Wars Nine. Oh man, I'm gonna throw this out here right now, early on, as we get into this. Brian is an undercover cop. He's FBI agent. He's sorry. Well, yeah, he's a cop. He's technically the bad guy in the realm of. The, the family's here and we root for them because they're a family versus this outsider guy who just kind of comes in. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that because this makes Vince absolutely right about every single thing he does in this movie. Right. <laughs> like, from, from the start, he is suspicious yeah. of a man who he does not think he can trust. It's They're- the ultimate drop of, watch your back! <laughs> <laughs> the very 2000 soundtrack is kicking yeah. in overdrive right now. Hey, this soundtrack is bumping, I, I, I must admit. This is the only one I don't have. <laughs> really? I had this one. I had this one. Had had a couple decent Ja Rule tracks on there. It had... Um, the Limp B-I-Z-K-I-T, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rolling. <laughs> and uh, the Urban Assault Vehicle. The one with DMX, Method Man, and Red Man. And then it had a good one by Tank, uh, Race Against Time Part 2. That was a cool one. At Do some you think point, she I'll put listen. anything into the tuna to start this fight. Like, what if she did actually put something? In the she tuna? laced it with acid. Like, like what speed? Yeah. <laughs> and Vince is like, "I swear, she's doing stuff to my tuna." Yeah, and he's right about you. That. Embarrass me. That's Whoa, a good, strong I, words. Diesel. <laughs> there's so much to talk about, guys. And I mean, we yeah. I could do a t- another twenty. <laughs> Brian Earl Spillner. <laughs> 
I carry had that fake ID ready too. That was, that's nice. that was yeah. a good street scrap, though. I got to give him credit for that. It 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 felt like a, a tussle you'd see outside of a tuna restaurant. Yeah, it, not it gonna was... lie, they have good camera movement in in the early parts of this movie. Like, These I'm movies... kind of surprised by the cinematography. I'm gonna make up some IMDb trivia right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in the, in the original Fast and the Furious, Vin Diesel remarks at Paul Walker's ID. His name is Brian Earl Spillner. He says it sounds like a serial killer name. In the film, his boss is played by uh, Ted Levine. Ted Levine, who played serial killer Buffalo <laughs> Bill in Silence of the Lambs. This should be something we start doing on these commentaries: submitting Full entries circle. for IMDb trivia. Because <laughs> remember, one of our classic know, jokes came from Tokyo Drift. Yes, of course. From commentaries. It's not there anymore. Say that his ID said <laughs> Buffalo Bill. Like that have been kind of weird, but never mind. James Earl go. James with uh, Brian Earl Spiller. Brian Earl Spiller. Uh, you mentioned the street, the street scrap. This, this movie can use more street scraps. I, like Too Fast has a great one, also. Like even better. Oh, if yeah. anything, it tops it. It's in the and dirt, the fact with Tyrese. The dirt, mm, yeah. the dirt throwing in that fight. You hit like shit. You still like shit. That's so funny. So He's Brian really doesn't already him. have a car with Nas. Like he just realized maybe I should do that. I mean, the FBI has limits on their spend. I mean, he works at a shop with NOS in it. Like it's. <laughs> I, I like how the his boss is like amateurs don't use NOS, and he's like, I need this one, this large container, <laughs> for something I presumably, I guess, never have used. Before. Yeah, it's like I've never used it before, but I need this large one. How long? Okay, so Mia says what, like a couple weeks? He's been coming in for the tuna sandwiches mm-hmm. right? every, yeah. every few weeks. Yeah. Okay, so he's just like he's just co- he's just getting into this. Right. His whole Dodger Stadium drive that was like another. <laughs> he does that every morning <laughs> when they eventually do the netflix series reboot it's going to be about those couple weeks before this race uh, that makes sense. Yeah. when they're all 16 and 17 yep yep i like the, they fir- the, the they first dvd the... player stolen from ricky tan's house i was seeing a ricky yoon sorry ricky yoon as long as not ricky o. directed about how they all went bad as kids <laughs> So this part, I imagine, was all part from the uh, the magazine article. He's yeah. Like, this hey, is... by the way, there's like yeah. street racing, and they just hang out together in dead parts of L.A. Yeah. This ja is... Rule murder Rick, baby. This is this is the Racer X article. This movie's inspired by this exact sequence where a yeah. 50 year old Jewish man was like, "I could make an action movie out of this." And I, <laughs> I, I, I I understand the culture. I get it. I know yeah. the streets. That's, Rob that's... Dylan called this a documentary in the commentary. He said, <laughs> "Did well, he really?" Um, yeah. He said. I'm, I'm doing a commentary with the commentary. It makes me very happy. But yeah. yeah, he said that if you watch right here, this is a documentary of what really goes on during mm. these things. Questionable, yeah. but okay. That, that's, that's, where, that's where Jordan Peele stole his thing, where they say it's not a Freakin horror said that about cruising. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Hector makes it back in the series? Yeah, he's in seven. Seven, yeah. yeah. He punches, Letty punches, Letty, Letty punches oh, him in the man. face. They go to, they go to race wars. Well, I and, forgot about that. And and Letty wins the race, and she drives back, and she's getting all freaked out because her men his memory's all screwed up still. And and then she punches Hector. He's like, whoa, whoa! And then she drives off. And then <laughs> and then Dom comes in. He's like, you never could take a punch, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> One last ride. And Hector is just the uh, uh, he's he's very forgiving for someone punching him in the face in the middle of a race. Blood all over his mouth too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard punch. But he also he also knows that like Vin Diesel just like destroyed an airport. And that's what the rumors are saying. So he's like, I guess I shouldn't mess with his girl. I miss Ringer Tees. I, I was big on Ringer Tees for a long time. Maybe he's, it's because of this movie. He's so he's got a Veilside RX7. 
By the way, we just skipped over Ja Rule's passionate monologue about how it's not about how you stand by your car, it's how you drive it. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't realize that driving the car is very important in car racing. It's about when you the turn car the key races and stand next to my car, and I look really cool, <laughs> and I never vented a race. See, he's being antagonistic here. Who is? Dom, showing up to the race. Yeah, he, you know he's he's flexing. He's, he's showing his he's showing his importance. <laughs> he's also still making fun of Hector. He's like he can't drive away. He's he's not fast enough to get away. That's why I give him the money. <laughs> it's funny how they keep Dom to like this outfit throughout the series, or try to find him in things similar to it. This is Diesel. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. He, oh yeah, he envisioned this. I know. Like, he, he, let's talk about this. He. He turned this down a number two. They had to convince him to get onto this thing for one thing. They wanted Timothy Oliphant originally. That'd be a hilarious movie, though. Oh, my. Timothy Oliphant said no. He, he just did uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. So he's like, I don't want to do more car stuff. And go. He was in a car a lot in that movie, too. <laughs> I like I like that the barter here is everyone given $2,000. And then Brian comes like, here's my car that's worth like $10,000. <laughs> And also, I want respect if I win. I remember if you had a car movie when this came out, you had to have a rapper because it got in 60 seconds. They had uh, Master P and then here you have Ja Rule. (laughs) It just made sense. But um, but no, yeah. So Diesel eventually came on. Then he then he he had the script retooled around him because he Mm -hmm. knows people. And I mean, for one thing, that's a lot of ego. But also, he's a filmmaker. Like you know, you know, he wants to tailor a part that makes sense for him. I can understand where that's coming from. You think he, he was like, I work for Spielberg, you know, who does the <laughs> movies? Is that Rainier Wolfcastle? <laughs> I mean, he's at a point where I he could I think he'd understand that they're grooming him to be an action star. So he's like, yeah, yeah I got some demands. I got I got some things I want to do. Like it makes me wonder, like if like the wearing the cross, like if that was like his idea. Like, yeah. that, what know. was the casting call for this? Hey, if you drive a, a souped up Civic, please meet at midnight <laughs> in uh, Los Feliz Hills. <laughs> I mean, probably right. Like if you're a street, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you're a street racer, like show up. We're right. filming a movie. Like I'm pretty interested sure. We're not in pay being you. in a movie. Have yeah. a cool car. But the, the paying is being in a major motion picture. That's Showing right. your car in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, hey, the, cop, the, the cops won't come after you because we're right. This. Like it's that's true. that's the pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean they said they got real drivers and they let them do the getaway. And the stunt coordinator Mick Rogers was really worried about it, so they had to like talk Mick Rogers into letting all the people who actually drive the cars speed out of there. So yeah, they that's got a ton of people from the, from around the area. Here's a Rob Cohen cameo right here as a 50 yeah. year old Jewish pizza man. <laughs> Classic Leon <laughs> de-escalating <laughs> the situation here. <laughs> Man, he's so great in this series. This is a big scene, though. I, I did cars a lot on movies. And to get uh-huh. all these cars mm-hmm. parked and people around, like, it would be, like, this is a pretty expensive little scene here, especially at night. Also, lot, like, where are we in this movie? Like, 16 minutes in. This is, like, a, a, another giant action piece already. Yeah, it's our big, like, race set piece. Yeah. Where you have to make Obviously eight- establishing who the characters are, but, like, just... Yeah, it's a it's a big scene. I like even even commentary. You're fun. You're fun in commentary mode here. You're, you're, you're keeping us on track. No, no. <laughs> I love I love the goofball. <laughs> See, that's a good gag right there. We blast right past that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's fun with the yeah with the, with the uh, 
And they do that a lot in this in the series. Every time you get one of these race scenes, you get to focus in on everybody. I always hope they play some fog hat during this scene, but they never do. <laughs> it, there's a proposition for Jaw Rule here. It's <laughs> and to think there is a time where he was going to be the, the other star of this series. Right. <laughs> they keep bringing Jaw Rule back. You imagine him in Fast and Furious. Hashtag give me the Jaw Rule cut. Imagine him in Furious 7 where he's like, yeah, I just designed a bunch of cars to go out of the back of a plane and put a parachute on them. <laughs> what? Justice for Jaw. <laughs> yeah. Some good. It's okay. He wanted to make Fire Festival. <laughs> this is a lot of fun establishing stuff of like all the different like types of cars, what they're, you know, even though we only care about like two of these characters, we're just seeing like what it is that, you know, makes these racers who they are. Mm-hmm. Just seems like having a video game within your car just adds weight, though. I don't know. <laughs> but he's into it, you know. Hey, man, you gotta, you gotta keep he's himself. He's so into racing. He's racing while he's waiting to ra- race. Yeah. You and, know, and doing <laughs> terrible at it because he crashed right into the wall. It seems like a pretty straightforward turn he was on there. But... Turismo. This, you know, this nameless Asian character that <laughs> has nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He said he was a technical advisor, Rob Cohen. Yeah. He was an actual racer in the in the scene. I got you so fresh on the commentary track. By the way. Like I listened to it like years ago. I don't have any memory. <laughs> I forget most things except for Fast and Furious knowledge. It's uh-huh. very weird. <laughs> so the idea of this is what to make a ten second race, but you have to expand it to you know fit like a five minute action sequence. Right. 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 Well, you know, you got some clever ideas here. As far as how they do a data piece about how far they actually go, I'm I'm assuming it's been done like the airport in uh, the runway, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this would be easier if anything. (laughs) Well, in in Fate of the Furious, they're obviously crossing an ocean to get away from that. (laughs) (laughs) How much ocean did they traverse in Fate of the Furious? Now, so with these, and I'm sure we've talked about this on our previous commentaries for Too Fast and Tokyo Drift. For some reason, we tend to like starting with sequels and not the original. Um, <laughs> what? How do these races work where people are standing like in the middle of the road or at the starting line? How do you see who wins? I mean, I'm sure they got somebody standing to, at the to eye, eyeball it. Uh, eyeball it? Like it's... <laughs> now you'd have a cell phone out. Well, yeah, now you'd live stream it onto Facebook. But yeah. like, what, how does this work now where people are on the other, you know... A quarter mile away from them. What do they see that happens? Maybe some people are just into the middle of the race. It's true. It's like a rally. <laughs> it's the same thought I have with like Gladiator. When I think of like, I mean, I know it's an auditorium, but surely people in the back can't like understand what's going on at some point, right? <laughs> like when they that's see why, that's why Kung Fu Panda Two is the best. Where like they have the. Uh... Can you even hear what the bad guy is saying? Yeah, we're, we're like, like, po- like Poe's giving a speech and they just cut to Gary Oldman as Peacock Man. And he's like, what's he saying? <laughs> like, it's really funny. Yeah. And Shazam too, right? Like, yeah. like Mark yeah. Strong is saying a bunch of stuff and like Shazam can't hear him. Can't hear him. And then Wanda Division did it for serious. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Shazam just made fun of that. Yeah. <laughs> this race is still going. I do like... Yeah, this is... Uh, this is yeah. It's a fun beat as far as like establishing what this NOS does, where it seems right. less about the actual quality of said NOS or your car and just if you press the button at the right time. You got no one to hold them. Brian's car would have <laughs> blown up by now, too, by the way. <laughs> like, I mean, 
<laughs> he, he, didn't, so he, soon, he didn't do well <laughs> he didn't do well but i mean like, the computer's like hey by the way your manifold is gonna blow up and then his car starts falling apart <laughs> i gotta tell y'all after i watched this movie though my four-cylinder dodge shadow i flew oh. right up to 100 miles an hour that night yeah oh the yeah exiting of the theater here was <laughs> amazing yeah Wait, wait, okay, wait. So, wasn't Hector at the at the starting line? Am I not wrong about this? He, he took he took an Uber to the finish. Yeah. <laughs> well, he actually went the actual quarter mile. These these guys. <laughs> and this is Ja Rule getting kicked out of the series. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work out, man. What a way to exit. <laughs> Go join Scott Eastwood in the green room. This bit right here. This is probably my favorite bit of Paul Walker in this movie. Yeah. Because it seems like he's at his loosest right now. I think, I mean, the role he has to play, he's pretty stiff because of various mm-hmm. things. But right here, this is like where he's at home. And I think that's what propels him in like the next movies he's in. Like in Too Fast, I think he's a lot more like this Brian, Brian mm-hmm. Spilner, Brian O'Connor. Pockets uh, ain't empty. <laughs> that said, Vin Diesel gets like his great speech right here. I love it though. I almost have it. It's, it's a wonderful speech. Yeah. In a year of good speeches, this is also like what training day with Denzel gives a speech. Mm hmm. It was 2001, so I assume what there's probably some wizards that give speeches at some points in movies later this right. night. <laughs> was night Stale had some good good speeches. Night Stale, yeah, Paul Bettany's like, hey, you never seen me before unless you saw that indie movie of Malcolm McDowell, but I gave a speech too in Night Stale. Yeah. Uh, I think Rob Schneider and the Animal gave a speech. Uh, <laughs> other Sony movies from that critic that was made up that reviewed movies. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, 2001. Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Was there a speech in there? Probably. Alec Baldwin, I think. Alec Baldwin gave it. Yeah. Or like, or like John Voight is fake FDR. There it is. Yeah, they put they put the arms up. Put the gun. That was that was like that was <laughs> the publicity. Was, yeah. What was that <laughs> for? Yeah. He was just proving that everyone's listening to what I have to say. Oh, and no one cares it, about your okay. goofy ass. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Leon just guiding everybody, saying, "Look, the cops are coming, guys. We all got to get out of here." Thanks, Leon, the true leader of the group. The jobs would go smoother <laughs> in the sequels if they had Leon around. I, yeah, right. Mm. If he was there on the scanner, mm-hmm. guys, I think I see the rock in an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> he just drove off a bridge. <laughs> he learns Portuguese when they're in Brazil. <laughs> I was bored here, baby. <laughs> We need a guy that's great on the radio. <laughs> what if they like retroactively edited him in? Like, the, fan, the Leon cut of all these movies where he's just like, uh, yeah. they tig to taro him into the background of the movies. It'd be even weirder if like Johnny Strong had his own YouTube page where he like edits himself into the movies. Maybe he's as gonna... a cameo, maybe as a cameo where he reads fan fiction about the secret tales of Leon. When they go to space, Leon's going to be working in the control room in Houston. That's oh yeah, like, that's why you guys haven't seen me. I, I signed up for NASA years ago. Got yeah. it. They sent me to Russia because we wanted to have this co co collaboration thing going on, and I've been to the International Space Station. He's wearing oh, a white vest. We have a problem. <laughs> I also thought this was like a, a clever getaway. It's like let me just go to this empty parking garage. I mean, it's clever enough. Walk out with like a leather vest on. It's clever to the jacket. point of how come no one else thought of this? Because he's the only car there. He probably owns the building. I also like, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. No, he's poor. Toretto! Like, what? Come on. <laughs> no, he owns a sandwich shop. He doesn't have money for a building. <laughs> Toretto's car park right there. Also, the plan didn't work. He still got caught. This is harassment. <laughs> they know him? Yeah, they, well, no, they just, yeah. they, the LAPD are famous for, for uh, discriminating against uh, black Italian men. 
He runs a little stiffer than I remembered. <laughs> and remember, Vin Diesel is, he has no Latin blood in him whatsoever, despite mm-hmm. that seems to be a very running thing throughout this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the ambiguously brown person. Throughout this series, yes. Yeah. Toretto. Some drift, some drifting. Yeah. Hey, that's a good shot. That's yeah, a Tokyo nice. drift shot yeah, right, right there. there. This yeah. cop car didn't know it hit him. <laughs> a Volvo. Sorry. Oh, this is a nice like little like jump. brief chase right here where you get play. Yeah. It's like proto baby driver stuff. Where it's like, look, he's he's maneuvering around cop cars. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you get that little jump over the hill. And it's like, yeah. oh, all right. Really empty streets for LA right now. But for Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> like, what time is this? <laughs> Well, it was midnight, right? So now it's probably like two. Something like and they're that. still partying at the Toretto house. Mm-hmm. Let's let's uh, let's move it back to 2001 for a second. Talk about that like we tend to do when we first saw this movie. Uh, Mark, let's start with you. When did you first see The Fast and the Furious? Oh, I went to the theater. Went with my friends, watched the movie. Uh, it, it was just huge o- for us. Opening when weekend? We, yeah, opening weekend. So we grew up in Hudson, Florida. Everywhere you go, it's basically just off of Highway 19. So it's just this wide open expanse that you can get on and just floor it. And we had all these country roads around us. So I'm telling you, after like I had a friend who had an Eagle Talon, I had a friend who had an Eclipse, another friend Eagle Talon. Yeah, and I had the, the four knock cylinder. off Eclipse. And like, but it was fast. It was crazy yeah. fast. And then I had my four cylinder uh, Shadow, but it didn't have like a catalytic converter, so I could get that thing up to like 115 miles an hour. So after we left that theater, <laughs> I remember we just blasted it on the country roads. After this, it was a it was a high. It was, yeah. it was, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like when you're, what, how old was I? 18. When you're watching this movie when you're 18, you know, it was like open road, open country roads. So you could just fly. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And I, I dug it. Yeah. That was my first experience. But I, I, I mean, I, I, I've loved this franchise since then. I'm like one of those people that's like, I like the earlier ones more than, I don't know whose voice that was, but I like the <laughs> <early ones. laughs> hey. No, but I'm a, I'm a one through three guy for sure those 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 are my three those are like my three favorites right here but brandon no, how about you did you did you did you see this when it was coming out or did you yeah oh okay. i oddly enough i i because this had one of the best audiences i've ever seen a movie with uh <laughs> i so i remember i went to a wedding that afternoon it was a saturday and then i i had tickets i, w- I went and got I had to go up to the theater early get them um made sure a friend and i had tickets for that night and went and man people were like it was packed and people were into it. And like the end when Brian's like turning around walking, like people were like cheering and whistling. (laughs) Like you left the theater. Like you just saw like your team win the championship of whatever sport at home. (laughs) And then you sped like a motherfucker in your car as much as you could leaving the theater. Like it was crazy. Like, but like, I just, I grew up, you know, in Indiana and I I grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Normally just, you might get a silent clap for the projectionist at the end, but this was people were That's nice and polite. Well, I mean, this they were up, standing up, cheering like it was crazy. And mm-hmm. I, so I was really high on this movie at first, and then I got on DVD and I, I went down like a notch or two, but I was like huge on it when it first came out. Like, real, real quick, let's talk about Reggie Lee because uh, he got out of that car with his alligator pants? leather pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a choice. This frosted tips and everything. This is very 2000s. All this oh, yeah. stuff we got going around. Totally. Here. Oh, yeah. 
And and Rick Yoon, of course, who would later who would next year be a Bond henchman, right? Mm-hmm. He'd graduate from <laughs> merely the lead face. villain to Diamond yeah. Face. <laughs> And die another day. Feel about motorcycles in this franchise. Do you... We were not. I mean, they don't come up often. We get them like here. And... Biker boys took it back. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Torque and Torque, of course. Torque, yeah, yeah. They're like, uh-uh, get out of here fast. Wait a minute. They faked him out with like leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That Uzi's got to be hot on that lady's leg right there. You just put that down. Part of the job. <laughs> Part of the job. <laughs> yeah, we got duty tonight. Motorcycles, no. We get them like here and like the beginning of eight. We have some motorcycles. Yeah, there's some. Yeah. Because they're there's like the helping with the Cuba race. One in Hobbs and Shaw, right? Oh, yeah. There's that, whatever the hell that. Yeah. Yeah. His, um, <laughs> his go go gadget chopper. Or whatever. <laughs> I guess, 2001 was a good year for Paul Walker driving. Joyride, that's yeah, a Joyride year too. And then this, and then Driven came out this year. That was like another. Go the Stallone one with Kip Pardue. That's yeah, a, that's a movie that exists. Oh. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> Franchise pictures. So yeah, that was. You guys remember Taxis? And Estella Warren, remember her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was this was her year too. Planet of the Apes, right? Planet of the Apes and, and Driven K- and, and Kangaroo gone. Jack was not too far away either. Right? Kangaroo Jack. You know, on the Driven DVD, Sylvester Stallone does a commentary <laughs> uh, of all the deleted scenes that Rennie Harlan cut out that expanded Stallone's character. So all Stallone did a commentary for the 45 minutes of scenes that were cut that featured his character. That was it. Not the movie. His scenes. That tracks. Hey, I just wanted to give myself... Brandon, you weren't too. kidding that they're still partying and it's like three in the morning. <laughs> well, we don't know yeah. what time it is, but... Vince is like, guys, she got like a time. <laughs> He's the Chris Hemsworth before Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> He's got that look I want, going. I want y'all to notice something. The Too Fast, Too Forever. I was on Too Fast, Too Forever. We were uh-huh. talking about Too Fast, Too Furious. And they talked about all the candles in this scene. They said that there's a lot of candles. Yeah, there's a big fire hazard. And Leon! Leon's yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> Who lit the candles, though? That was the mystery. Do you think Vince is the candle guy? Because he likes that restaurant with candles. No, this seems like a Leon thing. <laughs> oh, Leon! I'm telling you, Leon has so much power in this dynamic that we're, that's probably why he's not in the other ones. He's and they're all scented candles too. Look at that! I think they're yeah. And Mia didn't have hers lit in her room, so it can't be her. Mia didn't realize there was a party happening. She was just upstairs. <laughs> she's doing her homework. Yeah, cool. she's doing. Yeah, she's doing her homework. I gotta say though, these party extras are selling it because I don't know. That's, uh, these are good extras in this party scene. I believe that they're partying. <laughs> it is a little curious that given that he's so strong about his family none of them really truly really, seem to care about where Dom yeah. was in all of this Buster this is, a, this is upsetting for Vince because again he's exactly right about all of this about everything <laughs> <laughs> right. again Vince is one of the heroes of this movie as far as everything going on right yeah. now <laughs> I want to be an extra in one of these party scenes that's a good look that Paul Walker gives. <laughs> he puts yeah. the coat on the beer yeah. and then drinks it at him. <laughs> when it comes to being a complete dick to somebody, Paul Walker is like top notch. Like that's yeah, he's got that down. Yeah, yeah, because that's pretty much only, the only thing he does in Running Scared. I mean, like that's the entire movie. <laughs> Wait, he's just mean to people in that movie. 
I mean, he's doing it for a cause, but because everybody is yells you know, a lot, because yeah. everybody is the worst person in that movie, it's like the only thing I can do is be a dick to everybody in this movie. The Paul Walker freakout is pretty legendary. He freaks out good. It's because he's got that big floppy hair, so he can like he can really like just get you know get his head going. Oh, that's why no one ever believed me when I freaked out. <laughs> Candles are still going. So we got Leon, obviously. He's rocking the room. Was this uh, this is after girl fight? For Rodriguez, show, this is her coming off of girl fight. Yeah. Right, yeah. This is like mm-hmm. that's that was her breakout. And the surfer one would be after this. It's is it the Blue Crush? That's two thousand two, yeah. So that yeah. Because okay. yeah, the next year is Resident Evil and Blue Crush. Okay. The POD soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Still so alive. <laughs> And we're like okay, to round out the cast. Then where's Brewster? Brewster had the faculty, and that's like eight. That's ninety eight. Yeah. Was there anything else going on there? No, I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Like, like gaps, almost like in terms of. Oh, she she was projects. on a soap opera. She was on as the world turns. Okay. For, for a, a hundred and four episodes, so that was, she was a soap opera. Actress. That's like three. So weeks. like yeah, so yeah, so like <laughs> first quarter of that year. But well, no, it says ninety five to two thousand one. So that was like her okay. her deal. She had like four twins. Hey, the candles are lit now. <laughs> well, that what she was changing, she put the well, candles on. She had to. Yeah, it's dark. <laughs> I also like how he's like, hey, man, thanks for saving me from the cops tonight. And also from like this Asian biker gang. Um, you still owe me a $10,000, $20,000 car, though. Hey, hey, a bet's a bet. I mean, <laughs> yes. Have a Corona and a Snapple. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Snapple fact? Um, <laughs> penguins migrate uh, uh, miles. There are miles no penguins away. in the Antarctic. <laughs> You'll live your life a quarter mile at a time. No, wait, that's, a- <laughs> that's the fortune cookie they got. <laughs> this man is a cop. Winning's winning. <laughs> this man is. A cop. Hey, Vince! <laughs> it's Vince's planet Snapple. Yeah. I guess we don't. They do wait a while yeah, was, to tell us that Brian's a cop. I was about to say, we don't yeah. actually know he's a cop. Now, from what, the trailers, we do know this, this though, right? Yeah, don't yeah. We, we are aware of the plot of this thing going into the movie for people that are like, or are we? No, we are, right? I got to watch this trailer, but I, I'm pretty sure we know this. No, they don't. I don't think they say he's a cop in it. It's just all about racing. It's like one of those just okay. generic, how did people get so excited for this movie trailers? Because it's nothing. It's just like it. It celebrates the culture, I think, more than it does what the movie's actually. Well, about. yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, yeah. As far as building up the beyond, it's, I mean, for its time, you know, street racing was a thing that was unique, mm-hmm. right? It'd be like yeah. putting like skateboards in a movie in the seventies. It's like, yeah, this is something you don't see very often in like a cinematic presence. That's the key right. op- driving factor, especially now. Yeah. Like you got, you know, you obviously got mm-hmm. car chase movies in the seventies, but like now you, you're at this point where it's like it's the culture itself is being represented. You got Paul Walker, who's you know he's mm-hmm. building up some cl- some cred. Vin Diesel's obviously building up some cred. And he, you know, he looks like Vin Diesel. He looks like he looks like an action star that just hasn't been in movies yet. So it's like, oh yeah, okay, all of this. Give me this right now. Was put, this some the, limp, put some Limp Biscuit on the soundtrack and you're good. <laughs> was was this the movie with Ted Levine where like his agent or somebody was like, Don't ask him about Silence of the Lambs, don't ask and somebody was like a huge fan of it. And they're like, I'm sorry, I have to. He's like, No, I like talking about that movie. What are you talking about? I'm like everybody That's was a good Ted Levine. Not <laughs> <laughs> It was probably Leon. It was probably Johnny Strong. He I heard out. that story too, though. I yeah. know what you're talking about. But yeah. like, he was like cool with it. But like, his agent or somebody was like telling sets, like, "Do not ask Don't him ask about him. it." Yeah. It was a monk. It was. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Martin Sheen Whoa. watched this movie to really get a this feel for how to be a captain? 
the, look at those coffees. That's the like coffee. Is, I would be a captain. Yeah. But I watched this party. Party. I got a yeah. kick out of this. I these coffees. I was like, this yeah. is funny. This is some funny shit that just kind of subtle, but this is like the house that the BC boys rented back in like the nineties. This is the house that everything rents at some point. Yeah. The one that overlooks the whole LA and everything. Also, there's certain t- Levine certainly has a look here. He's got his goatee. He's got these like tinted frames. <laughs> it's it's like it's like Oakleys, but like for like real glasses. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's not just he's not just like police captain. He's got a whole thing going on with his look right now. Like he you just got done at the shooting range. Awesome. <laughs> that's the only. That's the oh, other guy. That comes I guess back Brian is just guys. a cop. He's not an FBI agent. My bad. Yeah, he's an FBI agent later. Yeah, oh, he's later. Okay. That's he gets promoted after too fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's like when, they got, when they he's got, not a cop they got right. tom barry here as bilkins but you're like they probably want original bill johnson and they couldn't get him <laughs> <laughs> was family matter still on at this time no, no but he's living out he's living large off those family matter checks those ringer tees <laughs> it's crushing them I, I i again i have to remark about how clean the camera movement looks in this movie like it actually looks like a movie movie. Well, yeah, I mean it's for one thing it is. I mean it's you know shot on film made in two thousand one yeah. where movies still like had right. breathing room. That's that's exactly what it is, breathing room. I mean, it, and it's Rob Cohen. He's a older school director by comparison. Yeah. Like you know, Justin Lin's obviously you know he's 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 that's his like third movie at the time when he comes into this right. franchise where Rob Cohen's been you know he's he's been a studio guy for a while. Yeah. This 2001 I, okay. Rob Cohen. Not, I, I have to emphasize, since we just talked about Brett Ratner's Red Dragon, um, <laughs> these directors, <laughs> they've, they've done some stuff that's not great. But as far as him directing a movie like this, yeah, he's a guy that's come from come from, come from from some experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, will say, I do like, we we're talking about like Vin Diesel's look and stuff, but like Paul Walker, like they keep him relatively dressed the same when he's like not a cop in movies like uh the next movie he'll have like baggy shirts baggy jeans still and he still has that in like fast five and yeah it becomes like it's a little more tactical because he has to you know he has to add like a hoodie that's about he has to he has to be the most like well-trained in hand-to-hand combat expert fbi agent that also steals car drives cars around and who could also you know beat up um tony jaw like you have to make Mm. sure that looks plausible it's like yeah you can wear converse but like let's make the jeans a little like tighter yeah, I like, love that Tony Jaw fight. Sorry, too slow. <laughs> it's it's I like, impressive considering I don't think Paul Walker was like alive to shoot that. Like I'm pretty sure that was the, all his brothers. The, where, the warehouse stuff. one, yeah, yeah, the one on I, the big bus thing. Yeah, he was there. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and there's just so much more charisma in Vin Diesel's character in this yeah. movie. Well, that's like that's, I re- I really miss him having like fun things to say rather than like. That is mine. I still think he has things to say, but I mean, he's, I mean, yeah. The, the the trajectory of the series obviously isn't as grandiose as it becomes in the later. It becomes like more stoic and strong, and you know, cool guy. And... It's the opera now. That's what I mean. I mean this he's is that the garage he, band. Where he's in the not here. Opera. He's not like he's being a goofball with our favorites, Leon and Jesse. I mean, he's just he's. Oh yeah, totally. But I mean, like you know, just these exchanges with Brian early on, where it's like that's a ten minute car. You know, it's like, yeah, because hey, they're fun. Because they're. Again, he has the tuna gag yeah. too. Like, what'd you put in the tuna? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know what you like. It's, it's yeah. this young, like we're feeling each other out kind of thing as far as establishing these people. Yeah, they they certainly just feel more like 
characters that I actually want to hang out with. Well, they feel like people that exist yeah. in the world. <laughs> like, that's, I think, a big part of this. Some good framing right there. Good foreground work there with the door. I like what you said, though, about the framing, because Cohen, I remember just talking about how much he's like, yeah, I went handheld, I went steady cam, I went all these different cams, keep it electric, like, when we're racing, you're electric, but when, when I was in the scenes, I wanted to be electric as well, to make everyone entertained. I was Southern on that. I don't know why that one went that way. <laughs> you're remembering your back roads driving from Florida. Yeah. And I want to say, Erickson Cora was the director of cinematography on this, and then he went and directed in Invincible, which that and Tokyo Drift were the movies that got me to get a job in Japan, but then four days before I left, the company went under, so I went to South Korea. But between Air, uh, Invincible and Tokyo Drift, I moved to, well, South Korea. So mm-hmm. to see an Erickson core right here as a cinematographer brought, brought back memories of that. Nice. Yeah. Also, nice reverse by Vince right there. It seems like that's difficult to pull off with the camera on the ground like that. It got pretty close. I paused this earlier, but Abe, as we get to our yeah. our fa- our family barbecue uh, that we, that is required, for <laughs> the one that is yeah, it's in every movie now. Except too fast, and, well, I, they probably eat, I think, and obviously Tokyo Drift, but the, no, they have like an eating scene though. Regardless, getting back to our the the previous question, when when did you first see Fat, the Fast and the Furious? This came out in two thousand and one. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't know if I saw it in theater then. I remember renting it and my my sister-in-law was like, haven't you already seen that? I was like, yeah, but I want to watch it again. So I must have seen it like either. I don't think it was on DVD. So I don't know. I can't remember. I just remember thinking like, oh, this is cool because I already knew about streetcar culture, Um, you know, because I'm Asian. But (laughs) uh, (laughs) the other things about this was just it, it was an experience of, oh, cool. Now everybody's going to have like a modified Civic now. Leon what about the, you? Like, where were you with this? Leon gave the first grace of the of the series, by the way, because uh, again, it's Leon. <laughs> he's just he's just so good in the series. Uh, I saw this in theaters uh, with, mm-hmm. with my dad, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we went and saw it, and um, it was it was it was like, oh yeah, this is fun. Like that was kind of my takeaway. It's like I had a good time yeah. watching this. Then the DVD came. I was like, I guess I'll get the DVD, and I got the DVD. <laughs> like it, it it had it had little impact beyond that. Vin Diesel's really cool. I saw him in Pitch Black already, and was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, cool, good for you. And I, it was that time where I'm like, because I, I remember like Ebert was like, he gave thumbs up to this, and like he'd been talking about Diesel every time a Diesel movie came out. Right? He got he mm. he didn't like Pitch Black, but he liked Diesel in it. He liked this movie, but he mainly liked Diesel in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in Boiler Room, he, uh, he highlighted Like he saw something in him where, and like I kept seeing, it's like, yeah, this Diesel guy seems to have something. He even said, well, the there's nobody like, like him. That's kind of the thing. He like, even said at the time, it's like, you know, the movie's whatever, but like you could just see in the, in the, in the, on the marquee at some point, Diesel. Like he just, like, he yeah. just sees something's <laughs> happening. So it's like, like gasoline at this movie theater. And then like, I remember, um, I assume they filmed it probably around the same time too. Knock around guys. That was like the big yeah, other, oh, yeah. other Barry, one. That, Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper oh, and Seth Green. And that like got delayed like a bunch, right? Like it, it didn't come out for like a while. Mm-hmm. I think they're just trying to capitalize on all of their fame because like Barry Pepper had like 25th hour in 2002, like that same year. And Seth Green was just around all the time. He's, he, he's, he's, like, he's been in a lot of stuff for like a while. Well, they they made a guy. push for Barry Pepper to be like Pepper a marquee sure. guy and it yeah. didn't. Mm-hmm. He's like a dramatic guy because he was like pulling off some stuff. And, some, mm-hmm. and then he yeah. wound up playing Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 500 fights monologue though got to me. The, I've been in 500 fights. And you know, I don't know if you remember that from Knock Around Guys. 
I yeah, it that's one of the few things. I remember two things from Nagaran guys. One of them is Seth Green getting shot. Uh, so it's yeah. I remember Diesel having like oh, little to do. And what like, movie are they watching? I was oh, this scene like, like <laughs> oh the guys are watching a movie. Go watch. And I'm like, what are they? and it's like what? And I'm like what are they watching in there? It's it's something Leon shows. Oh no, it's it's oh, it's, 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 it's Dragon it's the Bruce Lee. That's Rob oh. Cohen's movie right there. Yeah, right, yeah. Leon shows it. Tonight the movies we're gonna watch <laughs> Dragon the Bruce Lee story. I still I, we, we didn't talk about it, but the, the way Vince drinks Corona in that scene where he yeah. doesn't even have the bottle to his mouth, and the foam sort of is gonna like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like dude, like, this guy's gonna like swallow everything immediately, or it's gonna, like, that's how out. Vince rolls. And and every time I see Dom drinking beer, like he flips it up in the air. I keep expecting the Corona bottle to fly out of his hand. Yeah. No, did, Dom has the tightest grip of all time. That's that's the <laughs> other part of this. That's why he can hold on to things so easily. Brian's Corona drinking is on point, though. I I, I respected that. Because he, he practiced. Because he's like, I got to fit in. I got to know how to drink a Corona. So he, he you know, he he, he uh, pra- after the Dodger Stadium drive every morning, he did, drinks like three Coronas to make <laughs> Dodger sure he Dodger Stadium drive every morning. <laughs> He drinks like three Coronas to make sure he has bottle handling down. This is actually really interesting how they play back to the the evidence he's already got, right? Like, hey, three civics and you need three of them. That's pretty clever. It's also also profiling. He's like, oh, Hector's probably the bad guy. Well, I also like how he's like, here, here's a fat wad of cash. He's like, I'm not going to question where you got this money. I mean, maybe Hector's just a legitimate businessman who also likes street racing cars. Like, maybe just ask him, Brian. Yeah. Like, like, maybe maybe stop just assuming things, okay? Yeah, Brian. Jeez. You, know, you know who didn't go to jail at the end of this movie? Hector. You know who's back in Race Wars and Furious 7? Hector. Seems like he's fine. Seems like he didn't become an international criminal in between movies. Yeah. Hector's, I'm scared. Hector's like a, he says, he's a, like a really skilled investor. He just yeah. He, he never actually works because he's just really good at the stock market. That's uh, that's the way to go though. Uh-huh. He, like right now, he's probably like all about crypto. Like he's really he's really stu- <laughs> he's studying all the angles. Yeah. Little jog on top of the roof. I like I put oh, on a good, big jacket. Good long shadow. <laughs> yeah, Cohen's going for it here. I mean, yeah, it's not a it's not a poorly made film in right. yeah. filmmaking sense. We, we're saying one of his better efforts. We're, I given that again, I hate the skulls a lot. Like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is a nice like change of pace following that. Mm-hmm. And even before that, what's before this? What? That, well, you did the what? The Rat Pack movie, right? You did that movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, Daylight, 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 Dragonheart, yeah. yeah. Which are like, I mean, they're whatever movies. But as far as you know, he. He's, I wouldn't say he's a journeyman. He's like, he's more of a studio hack guy as far as like he gets put on the projects to do them. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the kind of guy, it's the same with Ratner, I guess, from like Red Dragon. He's like, yeah, you get a guy like this who just knows how to do this stuff. Doesn't necessarily make it like the best, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> he's a, he is efficient, I assume, seems to probably get stuff done on time and under budget. Again, Vince, like what you're saying, just always on top of it. Yeah. Hey, the guy that I completely don't trust, he's sneaking around the building spying on people. Maybe you should take what I'm saying seriously. (laughs) Here comes the big shot of Diesel from the the trailer. He has those those goggles on from Pitch Black. (laughs) (laughs) You're not afraid of the dark, are you, Brian? (laughs) Ah, the V-neck. 
when Vince just shot him and carried on with the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dob? I don't believe him. <laughs> you pull like a wide shot of the city and you hear the gunshot. <laughs> they continue on their schemes. They join Neil McCauley and his gang. They will think form a super group. Let's go steal some Blu-ray or DVDs. I got to I mean, tell DVDs you. DVDs were expensive back then. I don't know if y'all remember this, but. Oh, yeah. They're, you know, 30 bucks a pop or whatever. And the players were like, what, $200 to get like one? Yeah, it's 219 for my DVD player and 30, $30 for Deep Blue Z, which was my first DVD. <laughs> was it I a like new, how was... his excuse to get out of this jam is to be like, I've got intel on Hector's race cars uh, for this big race that you're going to go into. So it's like, oh, yeah, good thinking on your feet, but also, I don't know, man. Like, is that really worth it, the intel? I mean, he thinks that he's trying to impress him. He's yeah. three cars. That's, that's his logic. <laughs> that, he's that trying said, to make himself feel small and weak, so he can look like, oh, he's just trying to woo me. Well, that's a good line there. I can't lose again. I can't, right? Yeah, I, yeah. But, so it's it's because I... Oh, shit, Vince. No, in terms of the... Lo- the lo- oh, man, he looks so tired there. It's perfect. I love his freaked out acting right here. It's fine. I, I wouldn't believe him. I'd say no, he's probably a cop and get rid of him. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> A lot of a lot of Walker's troubles come with his eyes, like with his acting and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes he's delivering mm. lines, but his eyes are just kind of I don't know. Crazy eyes. This isn't to disparage Paul Walker. I just think he I think he does become a better actor as the series goes along. Oh sure, he's good in hours. I, I, oh that, god, yeah, that movie's good, great. He's good in hours. Yeah. Oh gosh, that he movie nailed that. I remember watching the end of that. I, did I tear up? I might remember if I did, but I was close. Oh god, I was tense. That movie is tense, and you yeah. go th- you go through a wallop of an emotional ride at that thing. Yeah, that finale, he nailed it. Oh yeah, he get as I say, he gets better as he goes. You know, as, as any actor does. But I mean, he just it's not. He didn't start out, you know, as a Brando. Like he wasn't like a no, no. Like clearly he has something because they wouldn't put him in the lead of something like this if people didn't see something in him. But I mean. But you yeah, don't get this, like, you, don't, you don't get snow dogs if you suck at acting. <laughs> yeah, Frank Frank in 2001. Who Frank, was Frank, the lead? Frank Frank and Kathy were just sitting there like, "This guy's got something. We got to put him in our dog." Movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, who's the? Did lead? They sell this movie. Did they it, sell this movie as a as a Vin Diesel movie or no, as a Paul Walker a, movie? Was, thing, well, they sold it as a, all four of them. They sold it as, okay. as as Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Michelle Rodriguez, and Jordana Brewster. It's like this yeah, is the new is. this is the new class of actors. You got you're gonna yeah. love these people. You can't wait to see them in movies. Mainly, yes, it was the Diesel Walker factor. Diesel more like it's mm-hmm. still it's like a staggered credit. I believe it's like Diesel's name slightly higher, but like Paul Walker's name is first, I think. But uh, and then ladies under the title, uh huh. But I, leave it, was, it on the poster. The poster is yeah. their names next to the title, and it's like right. slant, right? Yeah, I, I mean the trailer was just sold. Like I said, sold it on the culture more than who's in this movie. Mm-hmm. The, the posters right. did focus on Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. And even the Diesel has like, you know, like the shot we just saw or like him raising his arms up. Like yeah. it has, there's enough, you know, he's obviously- I think the trailer sold that he was possibly like this bad guy and, and like Paul Walker was the good guy, but it wasn't like he's a cop. Well, they sold it as what it's ripping off. They sold it as Point Break where it's like, yeah, yeah Patrick Swayze's not good, but he's also like Patrick Swayze. Like he's, he's, the, he's the guy you're, you're focused on right then. Sure. Especially, yeah. especially at that point in both of their careers where Patrick Swayze's bigger than Keanu Reeves. Like Reeves right. obviously has credits, but Swayze's Roadhouse and Dirty Dancing. Like he's, he's a, he's a big figure. Did Bodie have a Vince? 
uh, it wasn't Anthony Kiedis. Uh, yeah, no, there was a Vince in there. It was um... Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> <laughs> he was War Child, right? Wasn't he War, war Child? Yeah, he was War Child. Anthony Kiedis shoots himself in the foot. Yeah. Huh. yeah. What did Flea do in that movie? Um, but um, is Flea, Flea in that is movie? In is, I don't think Flea's in, in that movie. Is he, I know he's in the chase of Kiedis. Like they're like guys <laughs> that interfere with police car chases because yeah. that's their deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is turning into a James Bond movie. Oh, yeah. He's killing him with oil. Is there torture in every one of these movies? Because there are the first two. Oh, the rat bucket. The rat bucket in the two. <laughs> Does anyone get tortured in Tokyo Drift? I'm trying to remember. Mm. There's threats. Yeah. Like, and the Sunny Chiba's around, I mean, like, hey, I'm too big for this. I got that Sunny Chiba <laughs> in that movie. He's the, he's the prime Yakuza boss. Yeah. How could you forget? I was, you know, uh, it's funny with the the point break thing with the going. It's so under- greasy. I'm sorry. It's just oh. covered in oil. It's like <laughs> uh, the the whole undercover thing and getting too close to They actually mm-hmm. a couple years prior to this. Do you remember the Omar Epps uh, movie and L Cool J into deep into deep? Yeah, it's like right before yeah. this. Yeah, so, uh, that, that's the they inspired the Sum Forty One song, of course. Yeah, that did, <laughs> that did not spawn a film franchise. No you know in 99 i love that he played uh preacher in deep blue sea he played god in into deep mm-hmm. and he played on the sharks on any given sunday yeah hello cool jay uh, knew it was doing the big year yeah, yeah. and his thank head you was for like a uh, assisting me with another deep blue sea reference <laughs> I really appreciate that. oh boy um you asked if Bodhi had a vince character like he has his brother right who's I think he's less friendly to Keanu Reeves in that movie. Yeah. I'm cold, man. It's because you're dying. The blood's rushing out of your body. It's really sad. It's a cold-ass thing to say. Man. Now, I don't want to talk about Point Break too much because th- it is a possible... We could possibly talk about that next month. It's a, right. it, 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 it's it's a good a, movie. It did celebrate its 30th anniversary this year, so we, we can we easily do a run-through of Fast and Furious and Point Break, which would be almost yeah. redundant, except there's a lot to talk about in that movie as well. Yeah. We weren't going to do Haunted Mansion to celebrate Jungle Cruise? I I made a list. Of, well, we couldn't talk about Pirates of the Caribbean as far as Disney rides go. Right. But, uh, we'll talk about it off off, off recording, but uh, we, just got some, we got some <laughs> options for next month. It's a lot. A lot of anniversaries. The movies are back. The movies. Well, J- John Cena's uncle looks really bad in this picture. You know, it's funny. <laughs> what what movie was it? Uh, six. When so Ted Levine showed him those pictures of the guy Dom beat up, and then in six, Brian, when uh, the Letty photos show up, Brian's like, "I used to mess with people, blah blah, blah they're fake, whatever." I'm like, "Do you think he was oh. thinking that was happening there?" Classic Bilkins. Could have been. <laughs> That's a deep cut. We're I mean, like 55 minutes into the movie. Pretty good, like juggling of all these A, B, C plot lines. And it's it's, <laughs> rel- it's relatively simple. It's... Yeah, but it's like I mean, you know, it's... it's not too heavy on the police detective stuff, not too heavy on the Asian gang stuff, not really heavy on like the tension between Brian Vince, Jordana Brewster, and and Vin Diesel. I mean, Brandon, you're right. It's the simplicity, right? It's the fact mm-hmm. that we're, you know, we're. It is about the culture overall. Like the plot yeah, is yeah. just a means to get us places, but the movie's not relying on, right? You know, the strength of how devoted Brian is as being a cop versus being this guy who's slowly falling under the spell of Dom. It's just like, yeah, cars. Cars are cool. Let's do about yeah. talk a little about cars. Like it's, 
what you got going on. And I do, I mean, I think this movie's okay overall. Like, I rank mm-hmm. it, I think, sixth right now in the franchise. Wow. Um, but I do think Dom is what holds this together. Like, sure. I, I do think mm-hmm. he, the, the screen presence he's bringing to this. I mean, the rest of the cast is, like, fine as well. But, like, I do think he's, when he's around, like, the, the film just seems brighter. And it helps you to understand why Brian would make the decisions he does. Uh-huh. Mm, that's a good point. Under that diesel spell. Yeah. <laughs> um, and before I forget, the reason why Vince shows up so heated to the barbecue earlier on, he had an entire subplot cut out of this movie where his mom is sick. So oh. he showed up all mad oh. just because he had just vis- visited his mom in the hospital who was sick. You see, so like, was- again, Vince... So his mom came <laughs> back for Furious Ten. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually Helen Mirren's sister. He's the, he's the Lost Shaw brother. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's actually called. F Ten, the Lost his, Shaw. His accent just comes through in F Ten. But it's, I mean, yeah, he he had they had, he had a lot more to do in this, and they cut a lot of it out. That's interesting. Maybe because they didn't want to distract too much from the Walker Diesel dynamic when they're like watching dailies. I mean, like this stuff's clicking. We need to. Yeah, I mean, like the editing kind of like it made sense there. Where it's like, oh, there's Brian. I'm gonna leave <laughs> when Vince is on the semi and his hands caught and he's trying to get him. And he's like, no, no, and and Brian's like, Vince, think about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> they had an ADR that line. Yeah. Does it hurt? <laughs> it sounds terrible. It also just sounds like the producers realize that I'm clearly right as far as Vince is clearly not a bad guy. <laughs> like he's, yeah. We're making him too good of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has a sick mother. He's watching over Dom, Dom's sister. Like He's trying to be a good man. He's got yeah. all these great ideas for restaurants they could go to. Now this <laughs> newbie comes in who's probably a cop. And guess what? He is a cop. And he's trying to like work his way into the family. Like No, thank you. Watch your back. <laughs> That's a big engine. We probably won't see that car again. Mm-mm, no, it doesn't make another appearance. This transition shot. What? There's a couple of these. It's like these 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 day to night shots or night to day shots that Rob Cohen. Like he's trying to bring some. You know, yeah. I mean, we're talking a lot about Rob Cohen. No, I, I'm just joking. Like, yeah, no, you're but not. You're, no. you're right. He's making a movie, which is great. He's making a movie, but I mean, yeah. we saying this, but I do think like Singleton, like he gets this culture even more because he's not a 50 year old Jewish man. Like he's someone that seems like, he, you know, he connects to this even more in the next one where I, I mean, there's even, it's just this movie amped up. Like that's what two rest right. is. And I think it, I, I do think it's successful in that manner as far as what it's going for. And it's like, he was watching a bunch of anime. He like made a live action anime movie with that film. He said he did that too. The car chases. He wanted to include some anime in that. It totally looks like, I mean, yeah. the way, that's why I, I like those car chases more. They have this dynamism to them and the shots of like the close up on the eyes and things like that. Like, it's just a lot of, it, it's, it's a lot of like, yeah, I mean, it's silly, but we can make this like look really interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you notice the eyes too? He did, yeah, there's a lot of eyes. There's a lot of eyes stuff. Yeah. Cause as we all know, Too Fast and Furious is also secretly a Western. So. Yeah. <laughs> This is good intel gathering by Brian here. Oh, good yeah, detective work. That's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up with this Jesse guy? Well, you know. And how about Leon? Oh, don't get me yeah. wrong, Leon. He's oh wait, let me get, let me get my pen out. Yeah. Le- Leon's oh, the brains behind the group, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dom's a front. That, yeah. How many Honda Civics do you guys have? Cut to black. Three hours later, and that's the story of Leon. <laughs> <laughs> he's crying. Just 
I didn't. I didn't see that the, the secret family stuff coming. Leon should be the like final bad guy in the whole thing. That'd what be are, hilarious. It's him and, and uh, Cole Hauser's Carter Vero, and they're just back as the the, yes. league, the League of Doom for the Fast series. Charlie's there money. and like she's been their pawns the entire time. <laughs> they re- yeah, they reuse the tagline. All roads lead to this. The mysterious voice that's guiding Leon Idris Elba and Hobbs and Shaw. It's Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's on the radio. I mean, I'm fuck sure. it. Yeah, he's also the eye of God. <laughs> yeah, he's God's eye. Yeah, he, he, yeah God's eye. Yeah. He gave, or he no, gave, he's like, he's like, I am really Braga. <laughs> he's the real, he's the real Braga. He taught Ramsey everything he knows about programming. That's why she's, she built the God's eye, but it was, it was yeah. actually his idea. He, um, <laughs> He still Imagine uses that. a walkie-talkie. He was the one that shipped in the Terracotta Warriors into the into the uh, those buildings during Furious Seven, um, knowing that they would piss off China, and so they have to deal with that. And clearly, that's happening now with Fast Nine. Uh, oh, this like is the where like, speech. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. He sleeps where he works. Apparently. Yeah. And well, so does she. That's a nice setup. <laughs> I mean, so she it's, it's all it's all rigged. I mean, like... <laughs> I need some more Nas. Vince is gonna be so mad when he finds out. Is this that montage now? Yeah, we're getting that montage now. Right? Meanwhile, in Los Angeles, here we go. <laughs> Let me check my guns here. Why does Brian even go on? That's what I was about to ask. I was about to ask I the exact wonder, same. I'm like, yeah, it's a bit risky. Well, they gave him a mask, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's still got those glasses on. Oh, man. Maybe they're just always... They're, they're setting all this up. I mean, it is, the, it is the LAPD, so maybe just they're all really racist, and Brian's like, I got to be able to be there to identify him. Or else we'll just arrest all the Asian characters. <laughs> the Raid Redemption. <laughs> I like... Well, did I like his District B-13 remake? Yeah, it's right. a movie. Yeah. Mm. I mean, District B-13 to me is like an, a modern action classic. So, yeah, making, what is it called? Brick Mansions? No. Brick yeah, mansions. Brick yeah, Mansions. I'm, I'm, yep. That I'm was... fine. Like, I'm glad that I'm sure he did the work to train for it. But, I mean, that's a movie. <laughs> Who's with him? Who's like his co-guy? It's Oh, it's the same guy, right? Or... Yeah, yeah. Oh, is this where we're going to see Reggie Lee get that awesome, like, clothesline, right? Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. This there is one of the greatest... Like, yep. like he pulls his entire head off. Like he grabs him by the neck, pulls him up like six more feet, and then slams him on the ground. Undertaker <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. Meanwhile, next door to the cast of Better Look Tomorrow, we're raiding into Rick Yoon's house. <laughs> I mean, you know, being Asian, this is super embarrassing for your family. I mean, I don't think anyone would be not embarrassed by <laughs> I know, I'm just, first I'm, your home. I'm just, no, I'm just kidding because like later he's gonna say like uh, he says something about his family, and Dom I, doesn't seem to care. He's like, wait, Dom, I thought you were all about family. Well, he didn't explain. I mean, he was throwing a lot of his stuff his way. I like it. There's not much slow mo in this film except right here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> slaps him. There's maybe like four slow mo shots in this movie. One of them is father slaps Ricky. <laughs> Good swap work in here. Good extras. You're right that he's the only one wearing like yeah, they give him a mask. The tactical like mask and if this was a Nixon mask, if this was another 2001 classic, better uh, behind enemy lines, he would have taken off his um, his mask right then too to reveal his blonde hair to be for the audience to be like, oh, that's him. <laughs> that's him the whole time. 
Owen Wilson did some good running in that movie. He did a lot of running in that movie. <laughs> That's true. There's a there's there's a movie that goes with it, but uh, yeah, he did a lot of running in that movie. Who's that? Who is that? That's John. What's his name? It is his first film too? Um, more behind enemy lines because he does the Max Payne movie, which is terrible. Um, he did he did the Flight of the Phoenix thing with Tyrese, um, which which is also not not very good. But he's like a he was like he did like video game commercials. I'm trying to think, what is his name? I, I like how he's like you know I I was on a a theft run and I saw a garage full of like DVD players and what we're looking for not many probably just twenty of them not a whole truckload worth but I think it might be them. <laughs> oh yeah, John Moore did the Omen, the Omen remake. Yeah, there remake. it is. Yeah. Mm. With uh, and a face? good day to die hard. Yeah, he was. He's a big, he's oh, a big this guy. Has a horrible run here. Big Fox guy. Like he got a lot of Fox movies to do, and they're all pretty bad. <laughs> Art department did a good job at that picture wall. Yeah, I mean, not enough string for my liking, but I mean, it's pretty. Good. <laughs> <laughs> These are very good cops. Not enough yarn. Well, that's why they didn't get the right guy. They didn't have enough yarn to connect the dots. <laughs> Leon would have yarn. <laughs> what is Johnny Strong up to? Uh, Looks like people I gave up think, on him. He yeah, like, I don't think Johnny Strong is doing anything. He made it. He had the best. Con- he he was the Terrence Howard of this franchise, where he just got the best residuals the first time out. So he just lives off that. He just lives off that. What if that was true? And, and his, and his black first, down money. He was first hired to the cast, and so he just constantly <laughs> makes it. He does. He decided that the name shouldn't be Ron; it should be Dom, and therefore Vin Diesel <laughs> pays him. They're like, no. <laughs> but I I mentioned the colors early on. All the cars. I mean, the, and the cars. And for the I mean, well, that's the thing. Like in the rest of the series, they remain colorful to a point. Like when they in like eight, seven, eight, and we'll talk about nine yet. But like, there's not much personality to the vehicles in the in some of these in these later movies, and yeah. even like the characters themselves, it feels like. I mean, look how they're dressed. Look how the rest of the crew is dressed. They're like not flamboyant, but like they're big. Like they feel like they feel like. Almost like, I mean, it's weird because they become superheroes, basically. But they're, like, dressed in yeah. certain ways. Where, like, now they're all tactical, wearing black and gray a lot and mm-hmm. everything. So it's it's neat to see, like, these first, like, Mark, you're saying, you like these first three movies. Like, they seem to have a lot more personality as far as, from a, just, like, an aesthetic standpoint. Mm-hmm. More memorable lines, more memorable moments. I mean, this scene right here, like, just, I mean, Brian does set himself up. Though, like, how much does your car cost? That dude burns him. But it takes its time too. It's more relaxed. You get more conversations, like more speeches. Right. Because it's the... cool. Like Brian's car, he, he outran this what Ferrari. Like that was pretty yeah. cool. Did they ever make a video game out of this movie? They made a cruising USA style arcade game out of okay. this. Yeah. So it's like you know, with the songs here, this is like crazy taxi, but with like rock and rap songs. Well, you know, I never. I, I was thinking about this, um, like today. I was like, with where this series has gone and how big it is and how much of a like Dungeons and Dragons nerd Vin Diesel is, I'm surprised uh-huh. he hasn't tried to come up with some way to turn Fast and Furious into a role playing game. Hmm. I know that's what he kind of wanted to do with like Riddick stuff, but like, there's some way he could make a Fast and Furious role playing. I don't think it's beyond yeah. him. I think it's just he's 
but with how he's like producer, like he's got his hand in this big time. I so. know he does, but I, I mean, he he's it's also branched out in other ways, right? Like right. He has the Universal Ride. Mm-hmm. He has he has, he has he, there are video games. There are there's the animated series now on Netflix. Like I think it's just he's he's got his hand in so many pots. It's like I don't have time to make an entire role playing game on this. When I was I rolled when he, a when seven. He, when he's con- when like he like he still loves Riddick. Like I bet like if they yeah. gave him the money, he'd make a Riddick movie tomorrow. Oh like, yeah, I think, I think he's dedicated to trying I to think, make that work. I think that's his favorite. To be oh, honest easily, with you, easily his favorite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just the one that worked out. Like as far worked, as yeah, as far as like yeah. I can go back to this as a you know a guaranteed like I can make movies for this and then ideally fund some other thing or be involved. It's the only it's the only one of his things that he never had a problem with making a sequel at all. Like because remember he ditched like he did not want to come back for the second Fast and Furious. He did not want to do another Triple X, and then you know the OOS happened. He wasn't you know he got coaxed back well he did tokyo drift but well, i don't he, know whether he well, did well, tokyo drift a, with the intent of everybody coming back because no, that was part of a deal there's a deal there yeah. I, what but mark do you know do you know what the deal was yeah, like he, uh, he did it to get riddick back the right okay, yeah okay oh. yeah, that's right that's right because because at the time when they after tokyo drift they were working on two um straight to video fast and furious sequels that they were going to shoot back to back to save money and that's mm-hmm. where they thought it was going until they threw it all in with uh, something changed and they threw it all in and uh, went for fast and furious. And we're here now because they didn't go the straight to video route, which they were very close to doing. Yeah. Which is why, I mean, Justin Lin must've been working some kind of magic because it's not like that, you know, as much as I like Tokyo drift and it has its cult fan favorites, like it's not like that movie was moving the needle. Like it didn't get great reviews. It was it was a flop for the franchise, yeah. but like diesel cred and Justin Lin just being good at his job, I guess yeah. is like enough to like push that forward. Well, They're I think what the problem thing was oh, they were like, let's actually make the sequel. Try to make the sequel. People wanted back after the first one. That's, so yeah, that's, get the original, I mean, original parts. Yeah. Cause I mean, you want to see diesel and Walker together. Like that's what you want to see in the sequel. And they couldn't get that to happen. And then they managed to pull it off and make the horse movie in the franchise, but also uh, get a lot of money. Out of that, movie. <laughs> so. that movie built excitement. People were people who weren't excited for that franchise were excited for that franchise. Like, oh crap, they got all four of them back. Okay, because it could soundtrack it, with that that uh, EDM song. I love that, that song. Like, yeah. I bought that. I, was, I bought that yeah. song. I got it yeah. when I heard the soundtrack. I immediately went and purchased that song, and That's, it had a good trailer too. That trailer, yeah, it was in the trailer, and it was a good trailer. Like it said, because because it highlighted the two great action scenes in that movie. <laughs> Oh, it's got a hell of an opening. That movie's yeah. got two great opening sequences. It's the foot chase with Walker and the the, the stealing tanker. the gas. Yeah. yeah, two of the like two great scenes, and you're all you're like, holy crap! This movie, uh, this is Fast and Furious, but now it means business. It's like this is crazy, and and the gas stealing's a good extension of heightening their crime. So you went from yeah. DVD, you could see the DVD stealing leading to that kind yeah, of it's thing. Plausible. Like, right it's possible and, and it's also still like in line with what the franchise was right it's still they're right. still racing there's still crime but it's like small it's it's not international superstars going across right. robbing yeah robbing tech wizards it's stuff. just is over it's overzealous with that underground thing on the border and it ends up being all this cg garbage that ugh. and plus mm-hmm. the movie's just dour the whole time yeah there's a lot of reasons why i don't like it's like we're Fast happy to be back together. No, we're but, not. But that, that first, died. but that first twenty minutes is killer. Like, <laughs> oh god, yeah. That uh, you're hooked into the movie, and then it slogs its way to the end. 
Here's a question because we just got oh, the race wars. Does uh, oh, oh sorry, just real, real quick. Does does Letty have like a Princess Leia set where like she never loses a race? Yeah, I was gonna say that. I love that she, she lost won. to Dom in in six. Does she? Oh, yeah, she did. Does she, does she mm-hmm. lose? Right? Yep. No, wait. Does she she lures him to Luke to Luke Evans? She go. They go to that. He finds her at that race that night, and he be, he makes sure to beat her so she'll give him five minutes to talk. So he he beats her in the race because okay. he knows her, he proves that he knows her her style so and her lose, tricks. So she loses the Dom. That's it. Yeah, she loses this, the Dom. This scene makes no sense to me. <laughs> Leon set this up, man. Ugh. You don't blame don't up. blame don't blame Leon. Let's bring let's leave Leon out of this for one thing. Hey, right? Leave Leon. At least <laughs> leave hey, Leon out of this. At least somebody's giving Jesse confidence around here. Yeah, that's you know? yeah, you're right. Fair enough. Visualize okay. the win. But like you know, great line here though. Great trailer line. But the, but so, Je- surely Jesse knows who this is, doesn't he? Like, or does Tom just like not keep these relationships he has with various people to anybody? Well, he else? could under. I mean, Race Wars is busy. He could underground make this happen just to prove himself. I guess, Whoa. but like, just if someone rolls down their window and they look like the most villainous Rick Yoon you've ever seen, is like, I could probably be this guy. <laughs> <or> like, <laughs> maybe he thought he was racing pants, and he's like, I can take him. He's like the me of this group. By the way, this is like the most realistic thing. Is like, oh, I'm gonna freak out, so I'm just gonna keep driving. Yes, <laughs> the most realistic reaction to anything in any yeah. movie. Number eight, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for Chad Lindbergh, who seems like they wanted Jv on every BC and they couldn't get him. But like, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the boiler room cast was not going to be reunited for this movie. Well, that was a I mean, that was a type. They had that kid in the Matrix that was similar-ish. Yeah, mouse. Yeah, yeah, mouse. And like the kid from Event Horizon, Jack mm-hmm. Noseworthy. That's a name that uh, somehow I could remember all the time. <laughs> Wait, is that the one that Lawrence Fishburne calls like Little Bear? Yeah, Little Bear. Yeah. Yeah, Kathleen Quinlan calls it because she's Mama Bear. He's a little, he's a little. Bear. Oh. But it's like, yeah, it's that guy who's like, it's kind of like the outline. He, he's like the, the like it's the Bill Paxton character now, except they're not Bill Paxton. Nobody, is. right? Boom. That was a good trailer moment. Yeah, that. Pop. Watch your back. <laughs> watch your, watch your, watch your back. See, that's Whoa, what it is. That's scuffling. That's what it is. Vin Diesel can't get past the flames on the T-shirt. That's Dude, those security guard guys came from the gate to this part of the, the fight. That's crazy. <laughs> this is race wars, Abe. They know how to be fast. <laughs> also, it's race wars. It's Asians fighting other. Like you gotta get, you gotta get on top of that. <laughs> this is probably the most mild fight at race wars this year too. The movie was gonna be called Race Wars originally too. That was the other. Thing. Yeah, that was the original title, and then they were gonna use the title in the movie. Got it. They're gonna use. They're gonna R nine the race saga. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just, I think, I mean, obviously calling something race wars is like, I don't know if that means cars. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> to oh, race, to ro- to wars, yeah. race wars, Tokyo drift. <laughs> I want to be a dancing on top of one of those things in the background on a fast movie. You want to be the glow stick guy? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's probably not a hard job to get. Like, I think if you I would love it. Mark, you know, extra? people, you can, you can get in there. Yeah. I had a bunch of extra roles when working in there, so I, I could I could get in a fast movie. Yeah. <laughs> they called me to work on Furious Seven on the day of my wedding. But, uh, I, I, I turned you them turned down. them down? Yeah, I, had, <laughs> I was like, you know, I'd love to, but more important things. You know, yeah. you know who'd give you the nod of approval for turning that down? Leon. Yeah, would <laughs> <laughs> be like family yeah. makes more, bro. I heard a radio thing in the back, and I'm like, Yo, Mark, good job, like, who, Leon. 
There he is. Leo's all over this movie, guys. I'm telling you. Like, it's just number eight. Number eight. What is Jesse to the crew? Is he just like a, a, he's, a tech, he's, he's the ludicrous. Oh, he's the tech guy. That's right. He's, yeah. he's the ludicrous of the crew. They have cool yeah. stereos because Jesse sets them up, you know? That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah he, he works on the engines. He's, he's, I mean, they're all mechanic, like all of them are mechanics. Like, they all yeah, work. no, but you know how, like, you know, Leon seems to be like the radio and comms guy. Yeah, no, Jesse. Vince is the muscle. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or the cop sniffer outer that they just don't want to. <laughs> Jesse's, Jesse's R2. Yeah. Oh, he just straight up tells her right now. Well, yeah, he's got he's something because they, they just talked about the semi truck drivers are packing heat and going to shoot at the yeah. people robbing. See, these are moments where I just, God bless Paul Walker. It just, it doesn't, same with like earlier on when they're at the thing at the, at the beach bar with Dom and he's like, I, I you know, I, I know you can't afford all this and all, it's like, okay. Like, <laughs> just blanks there and yeah. I want in. Mm-hmm. I know you can't pay for all this selling groceries. And then Vin Diesel's like, calm down. Well, it's just yeah. amazing how like they're you know they're making a point break and wound up with a Keanu like performance in the undercover cop role. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did like. Were you going for that or like how'd you? I mean, given the I mean, you can't not think of this plot like that plot while making this movie or assembling this movie or reading the script. It's one hundred percent what you're doing. There's also there's a, another movie inspired it with I can't remember it's called. It's with uh, DB Sweeney and Charlie Sheen. That's uh, very Jeez, much Sweeney. Oh, eight men out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, it's uh it's very much about the guy going in with the criminal sister or whatever. That kind of is the Brian Mia. Dom thing here. I can't remember. Let me. You wrote about it too. I think I wrote about that movie back when I did my fast retrospective way long ago. I'll find it. I like how Brian's like, but you know how much of a cop I am. Here's all these technical terms I'm going to throw out at you. (laughs) (laughs) But I also like how, like, uh, you know, she's got to look at a Thomas guide to find out where they're going, which just doesn't exist anymore. I'm telling you, the for what we're coming up on, I think this truck driver that we're about to meet. Yeah. I mean, if the I was stunt Cypher, guy truck, the stunt guy truck driver. Like I would hire, if I was Cypher, I would hire this truck driver because this dude's a beast coming up. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that truck driver was played by stuntman Kevin Smith. <laughs> nice. I'm serious. Who played like he was um, Ares in the Hercules show? Whoa. Oh. Okay. The stunt coordinator on this was Mel Gibson's stunt double. I don't know if y'all knew that. Bill Gibson? I don't know. <laughs> so Nick that, Rogers. Nick Rod. Okay, yeah, no, I've heard that name. Uh, the Charlie Sheen movie was No Man's Land. Oh, classic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wait, so who was the Walker in that scenario? It was DB Sweeney. DB Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie Sheen had the edge to him to play the. Uh, yeah, 1987, directed by Peter Werner, and uh, yeah, had Randy Quaid in it as a cop. Bill Duke was in it. Oh, Bill and, Duke. And, and then M. Emmett Walsh. This is wow. this is a good cast. And yeah, Charlie. I remember it was like an okay movie. I mean, it wasn't bad. All right. It's it's like hard to find, but 
They seed this stuff early. Hey, yeah. Tom and Letty, by the way, with this, like, oh, we'll be on a beach in Mexico one day. Yeah. Except they're just saying bye to Brian. A rookie cop goes undercover and infiltrates a car thief ring. Hmm. Shouldn't be talking on the phone and driving like <laughs> Especially if you're a stick shift. Yeah, really. How's he doing all this? <laughs> <laughs> it's in fifth gear already. He's Andy like, has a map. <laughs> and, it, and, it's in, and, it's in, and it's at night. And he's looking down way too long. <laughs> well, we've learned that he already knows how to do that and too fast, right? So he could, he could do that. <laughs> That's, yeah, he, he knows how to do the drive and look at you while he's driving. Yeah. Eating a tuna sandwich, not even looking at the road. He got that from Roman. Oh, man. This is it. <laughs> Unflappable right here. Oh, my God. This is the. Did you guys try to rob any DVD trucks after Fast and Furious in 2001? No, I, I didn't have a fast enough car. <laughs> I think I had like a BMX bike. So. I mean, I drove I drove by ice cream trucks and was tempted. <laughs> yeah, I needed to but get those cage ch- windows. It's hard. I needed to get those Choco Tacos, <laughs> and I needed to get Rocket Pops, obviously, to get my car. Rocket away. Pops, yes. Local teenager <laughs> stole seventy five Choco Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> So you're a truck driver. You're watching random guys shoot harpoons at your truck. It is stopping not the option. That, yeah, that that's exactly what he could do, right? I mean, so like, let, let's see. Has a gun though, isn't he ready for it? No, he is. Yeah, but, but he's like, got like a shotgun. But like, what is? But like, what is Diesel and the gang thinking? Like in Leon's grand plan, obviously. Like, what what did they think would be their reaction? It's like, yeah, we'll just drive up on side of them, and they won't stop. They'll just let us keep infiltrating their vehicle head on. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's been right. taking his helmet off. Like, yeah, why? Like that seems like the most safe thing he could keep on. <laughs> I, I, ima- I mean, I imagine at that high speed and all the things going on, you probably can't breathe very well at that point if you're getting shot at. <laughs> and dealing with, like, I think, I know, I, I'm serious. I think that's a pretty. I think visibility and breathing is now a prime, you know, thing that he wants to be able to do. This truck driver really hates his truck, dude. He Vin Diesel's like what? He's like in fifth gear at like six thousand RPM, just like gunning it. Yeah, he's Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. It's in his name. You know what I love, though? He just sold, like, Vin Diesel sold that shotgun blast. Like, it scared him. He does, yeah. 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 He gets shot in the shoulder, and he and he forgets about it three minutes later. So it's kind of nice watching this. He's selling it. Is Vince hooked on yet? Or no, that, he's just, like, he's holding on? No, he's hooked on. He's hooked on. Okay. Because he's going to, you'll, you'll see in a second. He's going like, to yeah. flip around. Because I remember like his arm thing, right? Yeah. Because this, this, like, this stuff is good. Like, this is tense stuff right here. Mm-hmm. I, like, and again, lot, well shot. Like, lot, you can the, see everything. It's cut really well. I don't yeah, know about yeah. shot, but like, it, it's, the, the, yeah, it's edited for tension. Edited. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, right there. He gets like, that was, that was a good, like, yeah. yeah. And that's a good stunt, too, because, you know, that's not easy. Seems dangerous. Yeah. It's refreshing to see a stunt person on the side of a truck getting flung around. I know there's harnesses all painted out, but just it it looks bad because the arm's selling it. I know, like they had to cut around this stuff because it was gorier originally too. Big trailer shot. Oh, yeah, where they try to grab hands. Right there, right there. Yeah. Ooh. Man, if Leon was driving here, I mean, this this truck driver knows what he's doing. Whoa. He certainly knows how to reload and shoot quickly. Yeah, he's Terminator 2 it. I mean, if he, if he knew what he was doing, he'd get the tires. <laughs> like, right away. <laughs> it seems like that's Brian the easiest O'Connor, way to go. Truck drivers. 
now we're gonna do that big move again. I forget what this accomplishes exactly, but okay, she did it. Yeah, you know, just uh, hires herself from the radar of the truck driver. <laughs> That's such a, <laughs> was a yeah. kid. I got some maneuvers. No, she just right. turned left. <laughs> that was another. That was another great trailer uh, cut, though. Yeah, that didn't. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean to that. tell me that she's dead again? <laughs> yeah, she wins races, but she also loses a lot of cars. <laughs> I like that Leon just listens too. He's not like, well, he oh, was man. just in the back the whole time, just yeah. like watching everybody die. Don't rock the boat. That's Leon's catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rock. The- Don't rock the boat. So Leon is the comms guy. Next, it was his picture of him in a suit with his tattoo somehow still showing. Sleepless tattoo. He's wearing a sleepless tux. Don't rock the boat, Leon. Number number eight, Leon. How you doing, Leon? Not rocking the boat. (laughs) (laughs) See, now it's getting to he's got shot in the side. Is all this happening? Oh man! And I like how he says Dominic right there. Like that's yeah, full name. He's really in trouble. Dire dire situation here, Dominic. What's now he's going driver? on a turn. It's What's crazy. the truck driver thinking right now? He's like, man, I'm really nailing this. Uh, one. I did it. Yeah. Well, how am I going to get away with this murder? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna watch so many DVDs later. I'm gonna watch all my favorites: Bullet, French Connection. Well, at truck stops, they do have a lot of DVDs for sale. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's mm-hmm. their side gig. That's their side gig. They got to afford like snacks. Oh, I didn't realize that Brian's always been Captain like Ron. on the roof of cars for the entire duration of the series as long as we're his converse it can't be stopped that's true yeah there they are <laughs> i like that i do like that he just hands the car over to to mia like he's like yeah, she can, oh yeah we, we established yeah. early on that she can drive she's capable yeah come on all-star <laughs> that's my nickname <laughs> <laughs> you were right i'm a cop okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen let's let bygones be bygones yeah. bygones <laughs> you're good vince we want to hire you I love I love that you know the truck driver is just nameless and faceless, just hands are just reloading this shit. Right, it's a real selfless job to have, as far as me. It's just like Joyride, just <laughs> yeah. featuring Whoa, the voice the... of Ted Levine. Yeah, <laughs> what did he call himself? Hey, Money Pit. Like what was uh, the voice? Money, money Pit. <laughs> money pit. Um, what's it? Uh, rusty Nail. Yeah, yeah, not Rusty, not Money Pit. Rusty Nail. Hey, Tom Hanks. What? And Lily Sobieski. Lily yeah, that was that, that, was that yeah. time when she was in like four movies. Joan of Arc? Yeah. No, the DVD players. <laughs> yeah, was she and Joan of Arc. That was like a TV Joan of Arc. That was a TV made for TV movie because yeah. Jovovich did the Messenger movie with Bassan. Yeah, Lily was the TV. Ooh. Very Western esque. I always forget that there's a movie after this. I really do. <laughs> I always feel like oh, this yeah. is the finale of the film. But for one thing, there's only like ten minutes left in this movie. But well, also, it is right? a finale. It is a finale for Leon. It is. This is it. This, yeah, this is the last of Leon. I don't even see him right now. Where is the he? last of Leon? Yeah. That should be the Fast Ten title. That 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 should be the opening sequence for Fast Ten, Fast Ten or Eleven. Le, like D age Leon, even though I'm sure he probably still looks mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, <laughs> get get him to get all these scenes after this first part, this last part in Fast and Furious, tracing up to why he wasn't up here until Fast Ten. 
I don't know if this means anything, but Leon spelled backwards is Noel. Hmm. Well, Noel G <laughs> plays Hector. <laughs> Leon is actually Hector. <laughs> oh, whoa. they're together. They're in on it. So maybe Leon was at Race Wars in Furious 7 in the, in the shadows. That, that was that was Leon as Hector. <laughs> he got punched in the face by Liddy. Yes. I do, uh, of the ways Brian reveals that he's a cop, I do like that one where he calls it in and you see the look on Diesel's, mainly because Diesel mm-hmm. knows how to sell that. So Diesel Well, I love it. You're like built up and you're like, what's he going to do to him? What's he going to, yeah. like... It's like, but he's also, going to the shack. Oh, well, I got to go help Vince. But, but the By the way, all, they had enough budget for a helicopter in this movie. The, mo- the movie's also smart enough to know that Dom cares about family more than, you know, prioritizing fights that he needs to have at the moment. Well, you know, he's even got then, money in the bank. Even then, he, he like... He's not like we're gonna see in a second. He's not like gonna fight Brian. Like he's not about that. Like it's like I'm pissed off, but this this sucks. Like this, this is, I got to take care of other things. Well, it's funny. There we go. Jeff, there's Leon. Let's go. Jesse's Done. not a part of the thieves group, and also like if you were worried about Jesse Racehorse, why did you go on this trip? No, Jesse is part of it. He just wasn't in this one because he drove off. Right. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's 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 why they've kind of failed this one because they didn't have mm-hmm. all their men yeah he's working on the uh i don't know what difference he would have made in this scenario given that the you know the truck driver was so extra but he, he would have he could have dropped the emp <laughs> <laughs> he could have dropped it he just he carries one in the back of his yeah. jetta <laughs> he's the he's the dark gun man yeah just to really disrupt everything around in a 50 mile radius <laughs> I know where this is. I know where all this is, really. Yeah. Still, you, you've, like you've been stuck in that traffic as well. I've, I've driven in all these freeways. Yeah, <laughs> some good driving right there. That was a good swerve stop, but he was a little premature since he didn't see Dom until after he got out of his car. <laughs> he used Dom with a shotgun in the trailer. A lot. Yeah, that was a big, yeah, because it's a big shotgun. And that's some good sweat work. Look at that shirt. Costumes. The costumes earned the money on that thing. I love I, when Vin Diesel's speech here, and you're like, oh, he's, and he's like, I got to get Jesse, Brian, just go away. Just not right now. He sells this emotion. They yeah. both do, honestly. I think Paul Walker's pretty good in this scene because yeah. he's angry. They're all angry. But no, I like that. Vin, again, I like that he's, it's like, I don't, I can't just like punch you in the face right now. I need to get my family. Like, that's, that's yeah. real. I get that. <laughs> and this is random, but I analyzed Fast Five for the sweatiness of Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. And in that movie, it's a lot, but these two yeah. never sweat in Fest Five. But in this one, they're drenched. Like it's it's interesting. They're it's, way too confident in the in the rest of the series. They're like, yeah. Dom gets less sweaty. Well, I mean, th- think about what happens in Fast Five. There's that point where they drive off the cliff with the car behind it and yeah. everything. And when they get, you know, they emerge from the water. There's no thought of like, man, wasn't it crazy that we just drove off a cliff like that? They just go on to the next scene. Like, there's no one right. talking about the fact that they just did this most the most insane thing ever and lived. It's like, all right. When was the last time you saw a drive-by shooting with motorcycles since, like, New Jack City? Last time I was in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! New, don't be a menace. Don't be a menace. <laughs> yeah, you don't get a lot of motorcycle drive-bys. Yeah. Unless you're playing, like, Grand Theft Auto. And the one in the one in New Jack City was pretty rough because you know he picks up that girl as a shield. Oh yeah, New Jack City's hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mile twenty-two. Is there a drive? I mean, that's I have to you know try to remember that movie. Uh, the only reason I have a whole bit about how motorcycle henchmen are never successful, and then in Mile twenty-two they were successful. <laughs> that movie kind of wrecked my bit. Time to oh, get death goes. proof. 
Yeah, for real. <laughs> I like that Rick Yoon is. I mean, it's like I guess we need a, like a main villain. <laughs> so we'll just yeah. like we'll you tie this some story. guy who's, who's going to piss him off. Yeah. We'll tie the story in so we can like have them both work together, kind of at the end. <laughs> well, and Dom is the original villain that becomes a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a if anything, I would say Brian's. Well, well, you know, his, his record guy. gets cleared by <laughs> by uh, the Rock, though. So you know, he's he's all good. Yeah, but the Rock was once a villain to the family and then becomes her friend. Yeah. And then everybody yeah, becomes every, friends at the end of every movie. It seems the Shaw Bros. They, yeah, exactly. They are, I uh, mean, Carter Verone's not a friend. Oh, he needs to come back. Braga's not a friend. Right. <laughs> Joaquin Dalamid is not a friend. <laughs> How many bullets does he have? Luke Evans doesn't even know these guys beyond like the fact. Like, I guess I need to help my brother. Well, he's still in a car. Save a baby. Charlie Theron's out there. It bums me out. Though, it's, like, a give, it's a give and take. Yeah. I hate in Fear of the Furious when the, my Elsa gets killed because she just was had Dom's baby and they needed to get her out of there because Letty was back. Well, they had to show how hardcore Cypher was. Yeah, they had to make Cypher. They had to prove Cypher was. She and, and, and Redbeard, they needed to talk the talk. Yeah. Reggie Lee, go this way. Okay. Yeah, like when yeah. they reveal her in Fear of the Furious, I was like, oh, she's not making it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, just, you're like, yep, she ain't gonna make it past. He's going. There's a kid, so yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he did that maneuver just to go behind Brian. Yeah. So clever, like, clever. So like, the end of five through fate is like over the period of what, like a year? Or yeah, that is a baby. Yeah. If you think about yeah. it, I need. We need a timeline. Yeah. They had well, themselves some adventures. Well, we. Oh yeah, it is still a baby. I was gonna say we don't technically see. Well, yeah, it's because it's still a child. Well, then again, I mean the fear, the the Tokyo Drift factor also factors in too, as far as how much time is passing in some of these mm-hmm. movies. That was twenty four years right. later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are. I mean, they're really on point with Yuzi's earlier. <laughs> Brian did a really nice like stop, and then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a nice like. I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to angle my shot at you. Was it in red when Bruce Willis like stepped out of the car doing that? Oh, yeah, that was the big trailer uh, shot in red. Yeah. He like just swerved it and stepped out. Wait a minute, is that Helen Mirren on the wall there? <laughs> the Helen <Shadow>. Mural. <laughs> <laughs> I like this right here where Brian's like, "Call nine one one. Call nine one one." Oh, you use your cell phone for the bad guys, but not for Rick. You. <laughs> no, he told him. He told him to call nine one. He gave an order as a cop. Now his family's going to be embarrassed. And you're (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just want more Leon. Don't rock the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Brian cut up really quick, by the way, for Vin Diesel in the best car. He's just like, he was all the way up the top of that hill. Because he almost had him. (laughs) He, he never had his car, Randy. How did they get to Long Beach in like two minutes? <laughs> oh, I love this. Oh. It's going to be a good one. Charlie Puth's songs are playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. I know the train's coming. I'm not going to drive to New Zealand. <laughs> no, Dom, you'd fly there. Let me just get one race, man. One race. This is like the 50 year storm. Yeah, exactly. It's the a train storm. that comes every week. A, a train that comes daily, <laughs> hourly. 
Paul Walker's just like, I can't believe cars could do this. <laughs> I can't even beat it with my NOS. Now, do they make oh, an man. unsaid agreement that says if I beat you, you're going to get arrested? I just, it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, why is he racing him? It's literally, <laughs> it's, it's just that respect thing. It's that, you know, we've been, here's, mm. this, here's this really hard slow-mo. It's like, this is right. probably not the best. This, this, is, that, this, is, this is 2000 stuff right here. <laughs> like, uh-oh. It's yeah, it's just that like it's that our friendship can't happen. Like my family's torn apart, you're a cop, none of this makes any sense anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do this one more race because you owe me a car. Like it's just this respect. And he has the same mistake Brian has in the first race. Mm-hmm. Except his computer selling him that his car's going to blow up. Except it well, harms him in no yeah. way whatsoever if anything it makes right. his car go faster. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's he's really going for a Tony Scott lick but not really pulling it off. I miss when these characters were human and you were worried about a train hitting them. Like nowadays, you're like, oh, they'd break the train. This is, oh. No, they'd use the train to bump off to a different course to do a 180. To- <laughs> <laughs> but what you also don't see is like the rock is like on a helicopter. And he's going to maneuver the train with his arm. <laughs> Push it aside. Yeah. He's like, how many NOS boosts do these guys have? <laughs> My dad laughed out loud at this part when we watched it in the theaters. <laughs> You're gonna tell each other about it when they see each other again. Uh, hey, watch the road, Dom. Dom, watch the road. Dom, Dom. <laughs> Dom is no oh, Paul Walker. Dang, dude, that was in the trailer. That's too, the trailer right? shot too. Yeah, yeah. which is which is why I was never concerned about the train part. Did, like, did gonna Dominic and Toto just get Velociraptor? That, that was the end of the trailer, right? <laughs> How come, Brian, the, how come Brian, Brian doesn't say he guy. beat him this time? He always wants to beat him, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure you won, dude. <laughs> no, he, didn't, he didn't win. He didn't win. <laughs> Dom needs to learn that. Dr- no driving. I'm just playing around. <laughs> this is again. I Diesel holds this thing together. Like all yeah. of this physical performance is great in this movie. <laughs> like, dialogue aside, like just him, like looking petrified by the fact that this just happened. Which never yeah. happens again in the series. Good, good dead arm acting. Yeah. yeah, he got hit by like eight pipes at the Furious Seven fight, and he never sold any. Of them. <laughs> I mean, that entire roof collapsed, or that that entire parking garage collapsed. Yeah, because he stomped Greek, on it with his foot. The Greek, the Greek choir, the. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. He's still holding his shoulder. Look at that. That's a record for Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh man, this is before his contract said that I can't get beat up. No, that. that's the rock. Vin Diesel's on that. Oh, that's the rock and <laughs> state. Wait. I love the way that Paul Walker holds his keys. Yeah, here. it's like, yeah. It's just like it just came out of his pocket that way. He's like, <laughs> big carabiner work. And again, Brian's the bad guy, guys. Look, he's wearing a black shirt. Oh, <laughs> okay. That White, makes sense. White hat, black hat. Add, add that to IMDb. Yeah, no, exactly. No. <laughs> you got IMDb Pro. Because remember, yeah, the Fast and Furious is a uh, secret western. When he reveals himself, he's got the black shirt on, his true color. Exactly. So, there we go. I'm right. teaching this to my film class. I'm, I'm <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there yeah. it is. All right, y'all. I just did. Gonna tell you all about it. <laughs> I just need Brian to throw his badge away now, though. In the fourth movie. It's onto the train track and a train runs it over. <laughs> just runs it over. It derails a train. <laughs> a penny. You son of a bitch. <laughs> So this movie did uh, pretty well. Uh, op- it opened what number one made 
200 million worldwide it was a big surprise too wasn't it it was a sleeper hit yeah yeah it was like uh like this will it's like this will probably be you know decent enough and then it made more and you know it stuck around obviously as far as you know movies that stuck around the box office it's crazy too fast was a huge hit too too fast Mm -hmm. is more front-loaded but it was a hit it was yeah it was Mm. yeah. yeah it had a big big opening weekend do you know what the budget was on this? Thirty-eight million. Wow. Okay, so they made Not a pretty high. great return. Yeah, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. There you go. There's your. Yeah, yeah there you go. The duel. Your duel. Yeah. Oh, Michelle gets her own page. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that lead. He's gonna leave Leon out, aren't they? Ooh, Rick Yoon. Rick Yoon. We'll see. Let's see where you. Chad Lindbergh. He, he's, he's top five. Okay. Good for him. Johnny Strong. Oh, there he is. Johnny right there. Strong. Yeah. Before, Before Vince. Vince. Before Vince. Oh, no. <laughs> Vince didn't even get an and. Look at Ja Rule gets a credit. Ja Rule got his own credit Ted Levine. card. How did Ted Levine not get an and? Oh, yeah. I don't think there is an and. That's why. It was before that. Uh, like, if they made it now, it would be. Oh, yeah. No ands. Yeah. Be like, with Michelle Rodriguez and Ted Levine. As Sergeant whatever well because now they do do that right like in furious 7 it's and jason statham yeah because that's like that's is it and jason statham because that's credit stuff because jason statham yeah. doesn't want to be billed behind paul walker and vin diesel yeah and um uh-huh. and the rock he doesn't want to be fourth billed so you put him at the and the and credit that's kind of, that's contract yeah oh and they then... have outtakes no they don't have and outtakes. then if you can't get that <laughs> you, you can get the special credit where they put a square around your name on the poster on the in the little part in the bottom, you put. Oh, square. is that true? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, there are a whole lot of. Scale I've never things. seen that. No, this any... is fa- this wow. is fa- it's fascinating to look at like billing stuff. There's like yeah. really just crazy yeah. things. special it, guest star in a movie. Guest, yeah. Like, yeah, it sticks that like it you know like like the Avengers ones where it's and Chris Pratt because it's like right. he doesn't want to be seventh build behind all these other people. <laughs> so it's like yeah, yeah. the and that's it's contracts and ego. Like that's really what it comes down to. I'm gonna check out like the posters more closely now. Yeah, there's some yeah. cool posters that have like the squares around them, and it's like oh, highlighting yeah. this, huh? Or they just or the random person who has their role there, like as <laughs> so and so. Like oh, who do you think has the most ands? Offhand, I would Stanton. say Sam Jackson. Like I would go. Oh, Alec Jackson. Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's probably a good guess too. And Bruce Alec Willis? Baldwin. And Bruce all Willis. Directed DVD movies. But do you, does he get an and though? Like he's generally pretty heavy, highly billed, even if he is only in it for like a scene. Yeah. yeah. Like, Margot like, Martindale. I feel like I feel like Jackson. Yeah. It's more than likely probably has the most ands like of the yeah for era. the Marvel series he, for the oh, modern yeah. era. Mar- Spir- oh, for the modern era. Yeah. Spiral. Jackson's an and. Yeah, he's, he's an end on the poster, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is why from the beginning wow. I was like, he's not going to be on that much. And he is, though. <laughs> yeah. He's in plenty. Yeah, hey, he's got a really pivotal role. Grant, his role didn't look like it took him a lot of time to film. It but looks like a lot looks more like a movie filming. He's, he's, they, they, they spread around his scenes, but like, if you yeah. add it, when someone adds it up and though, you know, that, oh, Twitter, yeah, yeah. that Twitter percentage thing, it's like, he's not in that movie that much. It just yeah. His presence is there. He's the Marjali of the Saw franchise. He's the <laughs> <laughs> He may not be in it that much, but you feel his presence all the time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. These credits go by pretty quickly as well. I mean, they're already at like, the location gotta, area. Horizontal got, credits always go faster. There is still huh. one scene left. Rut row. Yeah, we get, the, we get that. Letty, Letty at the hospital? No, we get, we get Dom, of course, being a, recruited into the Avengers Initiative. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Some talent working on this behind the scenes, though with the stunt coordinators and. I mean, it's a universal movie. You got the, yeah. you got the, you got the people. And the second assistant director was Lars P. Winther. He's doing all the, um, uh, like Suicide Squad. 
Oh. He, had, he was the first. Like, I I was on Civil War with him and Guardians of the Galaxy two. He was the, the first AD on those. Mm-hmm. So he was second on this one. Now he's all Marvel. There you go. He's getting those checks. Yeah. No, that's fun seeing this stuff. I, I did notice the Blu-ray or the DVD that I bought from two thousand and two. You mm-hmm. have to scroll from the right to the left. You have to so, scroll yeah, from the right to the left? Like, you know, most DVD options, you go to the right. Yeah. This one, you go to the left. That hmm. is weird. Uh, un- unintuitive. I just stared at it for like two hours. I didn't know <laughs> what to do. Like, I think my DVD is broken. <laughs> oh, piano music. I-, I tell you, I need to get that. Uh, don't rock the boat. I need to figure out how to, how to do that now. <laughs> Well, you you got a lot of time until he presumably does come back for the final Fast and Furious movies because I can't imagine us not getting more Leon after the impression he was making on us throughout this. Movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, and Jesse's try- twin brother. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm here to avenge Jesse. Roland, urban assault vehicle. Santana. Yeah, they definitely had to pay yeah. a lot of licensing fees. No fog hat. But it does have Watch Your Back. Saliva. <laughs> yeah, Saliva, that was a band that exists. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was the, yeah, the new metal. Yeah. This was like when new metal and rap were combining, were like, this is that end of the 90s, beginning of the 2000s, where everybody was being mm-hmm. friends. It's kind of amazing that nobody let the bodies hit the floor in these fast and periods. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with them. Nothing wrong. Wait. Yeah. I just want Richard Cheese to cover all those songs. Right. (laughs) He's making that Barb and Star money now. Right. Here we go. I just just bought the Mondo vinyl for that. Pre-ordered it. Here we go. Baja. Uh, Whoa. Amber Heard's character's name and never back down. Does he get a monologue here? Right? Is that what yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I always said I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Yep. Pretty much. Camera pan to make sure you know that this bald man is in fact Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's a good thing <laughs> with this series, they didn't do a uh it would too fast came out on the DVD, they didn't put uh like the death of Dominic Toretto. <laughs> Where's he going? I, the, he's he's driving ball. into the. There's a yeah, volleyball he's, game. He's getting. To he's going. He's, he's driving. Going, he, he's driving a quarter mile, and he's going to pull over and stop. Yeah, he's also going. He's going to go to Chula Vista for the for the burritos. Um, how many movies had a uh, theater credit at that time? Like, did you guys know about this? I never, I mean, I've never seen. This I didn't know about that until like the DVD came out. Okay. Yeah. And it was actually a separate. I think it's a feat special feature on the DVD. You can just watch that. Just, just like that thirty-second clip. <laughs> yeah, no. I think it's a special feature on there too. Wow. I'm not sure. No, it's 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 in the, it's in there. It, it, I know because these movies have their like little short movies that they keep doing. Like they did, the, <laughs> they did that right. Brian O'Connor bridge film for the next movie. And yeah, did, yeah, and, yeah. And then Vin Diesel directed the move, the Los Bandoleros movie with him and Michelle Rodriguez, where he just he's on the beach making out with her the most full time <laughs> to like bridge the gap between him between this movie and um, Fast and Furious. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's Fast and the Furious. Yeah, we the Fast oh, and the Furious. That's, yeah, that was the whole Fast and the Furious. Yeah, a, a movie. We, <laughs> you need some tuna sandwiches. Oh, sneak peek yeah. at Too Fast, Too Furious. All right, that's on the <laughs> that's on the Blu-ray DVD. It's on the Blu-ray, yeah. Oh. damn right. <laughs> Cohen's commentary 
if you listen to it, it, my wife was listening to it with me and she's like, geez, Louise, this guy is like, I know what he's going at, but he says a lot of like some, some, the wrong stuff. Cause he was just fawning all over uh, Rodriguez <laughs> and Brewster. And it's a, it gets I mean, give, given things that have happened. It's not surprising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little uh, has, hasn't aged well, huh? Ben? No. Yeah. You, no, uh, you, I have to say checks out. Yeah. Checks <laughs> out. At, at least like the, you know, the respectable gentleman that is David Ayer wrote this movie. He probably has more to say that we could like get to. About that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've talked about the fast and furious. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to watch. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's uh, I mean, I know Mark, have you seen F9 yet? You haven't seen it yet. Have you? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like we, we, we barely, we barely scratched on the other sequels, which I'm impressed mm-hmm. with. We had so much Leon talk. I think that was the big They thing. don't exist yeah. when you watch this movie. Yeah. No, singular. <laughs> you know what I think is going to happen? Like they're going to, you know, they're going to go to Miami, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese I mean, should Tyre yeah. be a good guy <laughs> in these. I, I don't know where they're going to go from here. The the only place is up, right? Get Ludacris to sell Ja Rule. Move, yeah, bitch. Get out the way. Yeah, we need another <laughs> rapper. Yeah, it's someone with, like, big hair. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because Ja Rule had cornrows. I need yeah. the best Latino in the business, Cole Hauser, to play the villain. Good Will Hunting's Cole Hauser? Yeah. Uh, higher learning school hauser john singleton baby that's right yeah. <laughs> all right well with with all that said that is going to do it for this uh, commentary episode where can people find more of your guys's work online let's start with uh, mark hoffmeyer uh, yeah movies sold to flicks movies sold on fix just check jump flix check out the site and the podcast deep blue see the podcast uh, go to rotten tomatoes i write articles for them so mark hoffmeyer rotten tomatoes i also write for the film theorists so you can type in like mark hoffmeyer film theorists on youtube and check those out brandon peters and the uh, leon podcast okay. starting yeah, now. the up- upcoming <laughs> leon podcast Le- leon number eight the podcast don't rock the eight boat the leon the eight. leon story <laughs> <laughs> It's a minute by minute breakdown of only the scenes involving Leon in the past. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Yeah. I'm crazy enough to do it. Sorry. Do sec- second, second by second. Make the show longer. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, you can find me in the Brandon Peters show, which is brandonpetershow.com. Anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, the episode that should be around when this drops will be the writer uh, with director Chelsea Christer of Bleeding Audio. Uh, and we also talk plenty about Bo Burnham's inside on that one as well. So it's kind of awesome. fun. Uh, I know, Abe, that was like your favorite film of 2017, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The uh, writer. Yeah. Yeah. The writer. Uh, and uh, social media at Braden4KUHD, Twitter and Instagram. Check it out. You find all of my stuff at WeLiveEntertainment.com, WiseTheBlue.com, and The Code of Zeke, my personal blog, where everything I do ends up over there. I'm also on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Abe? Former friends of over my Instagram, Abe.mua and Twitter.com slash Walrus Moose. Hashtag you never had your car. <laughs> and you know where you can find our show. It's available on iTunes and every online podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next month, got a lot of things. Got a lot of options out there. We're gonna talk about this. World is our oyster. There's there's some cool there's some cool things celebrating some anniversaries. Um, so we'll we'll see what we come up with. But that is gonna do it. So I uh, thank you, Brandon and Mark, for joining us for this Fast and Furious commentary. Brandon, Mark, thank you so much. Down, yeah. I want a never, awesome. never back down commentary from y'all. I mean, only yeah. if you get Cam, Cam Giganda on the show. I mean, if, if you say his name enough, I think he appears. That No, please don't. Whoa. <laughs>
He'll show up for uh, more more than he's on screen for uh, the movie that we just talked about with him and Michael B. Without remorse. Without remorse. remorse. (laughs) As the comic relief. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, that is going to do it for this uh, this month's commentary track. So until next time, so long. And goodbye. And eat your tunes. Play that fucking track!